0: What are you, you, are you talking it? about? My boom arm yeah, for my mic? Boom. You d- boom mic. boom. You said a boom mic. There's a difference.
1: I said boom after I said mic. Okay.
0: I said uh, boom mic.
1: I mean boom.
0: Mm, yeah. uh, hold on. I gotta look and see. The I get. I don't know. I got oh it on. God. One I of them. The out one out. I got in my studios from Sweetwater, oh. which is a nice one. The one I brought to sky wars i got on amazon i'll tell you exactly which one that is hold on
1: that was a nice one too
0: yeah it was all right i was pretty i was actually impressed ix tech
1: on amazon or amazon Hmm.
0: take that my kitty kitty (laughs) kitty
2: why is chad so quiet I'm afraid to say anything.
3: <laughs> Trust me, I know. I'm always like, if I say, what's he going to use it one day
0: for?
4: <laughs> what is run, with the
0: latency? Her. Oh my I'm god! This drink. Is bad. I'll be right back. Is are you guys her hearing? Her her? Are you guys hearing the crackling or no? No, 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 no? Like no. no. Do you just want to reset me. the room? This is weird. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Oh, we missed all of that we're, that video that you sent me is that how you were talking into the mic yes why oh my god <laughs> oh my god it's a dynamic mic you talk talking to the microphone in. <laughs>
4: oh
3: man what a week what man we there. gotta get them a custom Like foam piece for his.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That would be (laughs) hilarious.
3: What a tell. Uh, It would be awesome at Friendsgiving to do that. You come back and it's just this big Uh, foam. uh, You would laugh uh, your ass off. You know you would. uh, (laughs) You know you would.
2: You would find that funny. uh, Oh. you're saying this like he doesn't already have one. <laughs> this
4: guy. Jamie's just,
1: like, re- just remember what I told you. Is this what it's supposed to look like?
3: <laughs> this one's bigger yeah, than mine. the other thing.
1: <laughs> that one looks like it has a rash. <laughs> That's poison ivy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. This is a perfect opener <laughs> 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 Just felt right
5: Welcome oh, right. to the Rhythm Pyro Podcast it. Where Bozy, AJ, and Jamie Ignite your passion for Pyro Musical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid
0: Running. I just, I thought for sure there was going to be nothing to laugh at after we did three <laughs> f-ing intros yesterday. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Welcome to the Rhythm Pirate Podcast. I'm Bo. That's AJ. Hola. And that's Jamie. It's okay. He talks into the wrong side of the mic and we're okay with that. We got a guest with us this week. It's our most revered, bestest friend. It's the only friend, in fact, that we've led into our own personal group chat. We got Chad Leinert with us. What's up, Chad? Not much. How are you guys doing this evening? You know how we're doing.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You've been here.
2: <laughs> we've, been,
3: we've, been trying to do, we've
2: been trying to do well for three hours.
4: <laughs> All I can say own. is
2: when I was listening to the intro, this latter half of the intro hit home hard. <laughs> What are we oh, you're, about? I, you're an audio guy. So, I mean,
0: I, your reaction when Jamie sent the <laughs> oh, picture. So, you know, I, I guess for user context here, for people <laughs> that have no idea, you <laughs> know, why okay. we like we had issues yesterday. For an hour and a half, we screwed around with the audio platform system that we record on. I couldn't figure it out. It was just a total bad experience. So, the whole day was a wash, right? <laughs> Tonight, uh, we get everything good to go. And then all of a sudden, Jamie sounds a little dissonant on try number three. And we're like, yeah, did you, you know, something wrong with your mic gain? And he takes a picture of his mic and sends it. And his mic's like pointing at the floor. And he's talking into the ass end of his microphone.
2: I really thought that one might have been the one that sent you over the edge tonight. <laughs> it's
0: been
2: it's one okay. of those weeks, man. I kind
0: of needed it's to okay. laugh. So it was nice. I would like to talk about fireballs. I... Personally.
1: Ooh, say it again.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I I know almost nothing about fireballs. Um, Fire Jamie, birds. you do, you do them quite a bit. Chad, you do them quite a bit. And I figured, you know, this would be this would be a cool platform to kind of pick your guys' brains and one walk people through the process at a high level. Um, but more or less, you know, kind of go over like some of the safety uh, involved with fireballs, but at the same time. You know, do a little sharing because I think you guys do them differently.
2: Yeah. I I think we set our charges up differently. Um, After that, uh, I believe, I mean, most of the time we're doing things the same way. You guys use gasoline for the most part, right? Uh, Up until this point, I primarily used gas. I have mixed some diesel in with it uh, to do some during the daytime and it gives a nice black ring Mm. A little bit cool. darker ring during the daytime. Yeah. Um, now I'm also getting ready to start using and trying methanol to do some ghost flames. Uh, um, is that? Does that add color? Well, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just now getting into it, but with, with straight methanol, it'll be a blue flame. Um, and then I sat through Bill Corbett's class at CobraCon last year, and he discussed the chemicals needed to change it different colors. Ah. Um, So, you you do have probably five or six different colors that you can get out of it, depending on what chemical you mix in with the methanol. Mm. And it's like each chemical is uh,
0: associated with a different color? I mean, do you have to use... Okay. All right. Yes. Um, I think
2: dad took his class at CobraCon, too. Yeah, and it was a great, great guy. I mean, yeah, um, oh, dude. Got, I got to so cool. meet him and talk to him some there. And since then, a couple other events we've been to. And just one of those guys that wants to pass his knowledge on to everybody and and let everybody know what he knows. And he's he's a wealth of information. Yeah, such a nice dude, man. When you see him yeah. at um, you know, any community events...
0: I mean, he's, he's one of the most approachable human beings on the face of the planet. Such a nice guy. Fireballs, I think they're very cool. I think they have such a profound effect where the crowd just instantly gravitates to it. I mean, look at what, it's, look at what he's done with the super nukes at, at Skywars. I mean, do you guys more or less see the same kinds of reactions to fireballs in your shows? <laughs>
1: Yeah, on my shows, you spend hours and hours and days and weeks and months and years designing a pirate musical that lasts, you know, five to 15 minutes <laughs> See where you going the with 14 this? seconds of a ball of fire being shut up in the sky is the only thing they remember.
4: <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm,
2: I'm the same way. Um, no matter what you throw up in the sky, they love fireballs. Uh, the crowd goes crazy, and, and ultimately, it's it's one of the less expensive effects that you're going to do, as long as you don't get too crazy with the size on it. Yeah,
1: uh, or the amount. Well, how many are doing, <laughs> <Yeah, that's
2: laughs>
3: Chad? Per, per unit. <laughs> What's uh, I mean, it's you only just- nine dollars per, but. There's forty
1: well, of them. I know why Chad wanted to well, be yeah, on this yeah. episode. He wants to talk you two into buying mortars, so when he borrows mine, he can borrow yours too, and he doesn't have to buy five hundred of them. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna need some more for next year.
0: Jamie, you won that. Speaking of mortars, you won that Giganto mortar. at uh, Or no, you didn't win it. Uh, Stephanie by, bought that for you.
1: I won. My wife bought me an early Christmas mm-hmm. present. Oh, hell yeah! Man. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. If she loved you, she would have bought you two of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because
2: I really need two for next year. <clears throat> what you size know, like, was God? that?
1: I, I almost called you.
2: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right,
1: well, Amber, you're really listening mean to me. So, yeah. if you're
3: listening, Jamie got a tube, and Nathan got a pack out. So, wait, what? Me and Katie are, are Katie yeah, and, uh, and Amber are next. Bo to answer your
2: yeah, question. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna get my hopes up,
3: Katie okay? don't listen to
0: this. <laughs>
2: but Bo to answer your question, those were I think thirty-three gallon mm. um tubes that Gary's building yeah.
4: oh, okay
0: So walk me through um, and I you know I get it obviously the tube you know carries 33 gallons of gas but you know to the layman to me when I look at the tube, I mean is there like a is that a particular diameter and depth to that mortar?
1: Gary makes multiple different sizes. Even a, he's got two different sizes that I know of that hold five gallons of gas. He's got tall mm-hmm. ones, he's got short ones. Each one kind of sets up the flame or the ball a little bit differently, but it's a fireball to most people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, most I, I really
2: like the six inch size, the six by what are they, 20 inches tall, six inches diameter. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I do uh, like the five gallon tall ones. That yeah, you made.
2: Okay. Those are nice too. They're all nice, but the,
1: mm-hmm. the, the small
2: ones really nice. These small ones are easy to move around. And I think they give you a good size of fireball for the amount of fuel and black powder you've got in them.
1: Yeah. Everybody loves it.
2: And if you want a little bit bigger one, you put two of them together. Um, uh, or what five. Do, I think, what have we? <laughs> or five. <laughs> or five. It uh, yeah. was you that one time. About? <laughs> did we do five at my house that one time what are we talking about I think we did five uh, six inch at one time together in a small space
1: are we talking about that one time I cannot do a fireball test and, like, oh, and didn't bring the mortar fireballs yeah how
0: convenient
2: for you we did six Okay, six, you six forgot, inches at one time. you gotta
0: get jets out of storage and use those yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's malicious or smart when it comes to distancing on fireballs, how do you?
2: I, I, how do you know? Like fireballs are essentially flame effect, right? Yes. Uh, from from what I understand with the the guidelines for them, there is a certain amount of temperature you're able to feel on your skin for a certain period of time. Okay. What I typically end up doing is putting them back where my equipment is, which is 300 feet away so Mm -hmm. you can feel the heat but it's not excessive we we've been a lot closer in testing and you can i mean for what we're used to i think you can get fairly close to them and still be okay but i I never during a show have them very close to the crowd at all
0: okay you were kind of touching on profoundness of the effect depending on how the diameter of the fireball yeah. is so and and then kind of mixing some of that stuff together I mean from a creative standpoint how do you I mean obviously testing to determine what makes sense but like what did you find as far as you know like based on your situation and how far away the spectators are from your line what cluster or you know what spacing between your mortars makes sense and then what diameters, you know, make the most sense for the kind of effects that you try to use the fireballs in. Jamie, you want to take that first or what you do or? Both of you guys have kind of, and I, I don't know this for a fact. I mean, I've been to Jamie's show during the summer mm-hmm. and I know his distancing. So I'm sure, you know, Jamie's crowd, I would assume is a little bit closer. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Jamie, Jamie uses what's
2: the, the smaller ones there compared to the ones Chad has. No, he, no. actually we I'm, use... I
3: use
2: and use mine. Yeah. Now, I don't shoot... Jamie's got some four-inch ones that I don't shoot that I honestly think work well at his show the way he uses them. Um, I think I was probably 350 feet away from my crowd this year mm-hmm. and I was 40 feet apart mm. with my positions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I would typically only shoot one at a time per position. Uh, most of them were six inch, but I did have, did I have your 12 inch as well this year? So I have one one or two 12 inch diameter ones that were, hold five gallons of fuel. Uh, you That's did awesome. not
0: have my
1: 12 this year. Okay. You have it now.
2: Yes. Okay. So I will be using it this year then. And the In 33. Do so. you have room,
3: Jamie, for that at yours? I mean, we'll if you put it out. way in
0: the back, you can. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I dis, So does Gary have? Does Gary have pictures of those mortars, like the different yes. diameters? Up. Oh, all right. I'm yes. gonna. Is that on the Craigco site?
2: I don't know that
0: the. If you want to find that one, um, Brian David posted a picture of it. Did you know? he? Uh, I I just like I'm so used to, you know, when you talk like mortar diameter, I'm so. Used to talking shell mortar diameters, that I think it's because it's different, right? There's a different relationship. No, and I
2: mean same. It's six is, is it the exact the same. Thing? Yeah. It, okay. It's we, more the
1: volume of gasoline that you have in there. Like a six yeah. inch holds little over two gallons. A, a twelve a six, inch, yeah, holds, holds five. But it can actually hold more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you can have a five gallon. His new ones, I think they're six inches, but they're four foot tall.
2: I think the mm. forty inches.
1: Yeah, and they hold five gallons, so the oh, diameter yeah. of the tube is more just a volume thing,
2: yeah,
0: than anything. So, how do you guys use them creatively? And I, I guess to dive into that a little more and kind of unpack it, you know, fireballs have very unique effect, right? So, when you're designing a pyro musical what's your What's your philosophy when you're trying to place those to try to keep things fresh?
2: For me, I, th- I think up until this year, and when I say this, I think my my view on how I've designed my shows has changed a lot in the past three years as I'm really getting into this hobby deeper. When I first started using them, it was, uh picked the, board fire out of whatever song you're using, and that's where you put a fireball. Yeah. Um, This year, I'm going to use them a little bit different and try to put them in places that have a big effect, but maybe the crowd's not looking for something like that there. Uh Ah. So, I I am going to do Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire this year. Nice. So, (laughs) how many gallons of fuel do you want to use? Because that song could burn up a tanker load.
4: <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm going to have to be careful in
2: what part of the song. I, and I'm not doing the whole song. There's no way I could do the whole song and Ooh, could buy the fuel to do chasing it. You seen a ring of fire around your yes. crowd. I mean, you, there's so many things <laughs> that could run <laughs> through your head on how to do it.
0: Wait, just, um, did you give out a little pamphlet when people come to the site? Please keep your hands and feet inside
2: <laughs> the viewing area at all times. Stay behind the melting... <laughs>
4: Take
3: Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed for a bathroom break when this song starts.
2: <laughs> oh, God. But then I'm also going to use them in a couple other songs that I've got later in the show that I don't think people will be expecting them. I think from what I've done in the past, everybody, I've used them. I haven't used a lot of them during the show. I think I've probably only used 15, I think, in one show. Mm-hmm. And I typically will use them together in the same song because it a neat, really neat effect that the crowd loves. Is a basically a wall of fire where I took nine positions across the field that were forty feet apart and shot one at every position. So that was the bulk of what I shot last year. I mean, it's a really neat effect, and you can really feel the heat off that even as far away as I was. Yeah. This year, I'm gonna do a couple things like that. But then in a couple show, uh, songs later in the show, I'm going to put them in a position where I don't think they're going to see them coming.
4: Hmm. And,
2: and it's always a kind of a wow factor, especially when they don't know they're coming. Yeah. I mean, now that I've done them, they expect them in the show somewhere, but I'm going to try and put them in positions to where they can't predict them.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, I, so, I like
2: that approach. Uh, you know, And then I've also got a couple ideas in my head of uh, up until now I've always used them as you know just a fireball and maybe shot a couple comments around it but I've got some parabolic shapes that I'm thinking about doing and then shooting fireballs in the middle of them and, yeah. and kind of combining things a little bit more than what I have in the past yeah yeah. so that, that's how I'm going to try and fit them in this year and just yeah. think it's like everything else think of new ways to use them think of different ways than I've ever done before to put that effect in and combine it with some other things to make it just something a little different. Yeah. Creating new spaces to put that
0: stuff in. I mean, that's, that's the kind of shit that just, you know, it it innovates you through roadblocks and plateaus because I, the cliches always exist. And I think they're always going to exist, especially for, um, you know, uh, firework show designers, because, you know, we were trying to accent certain areas of certain music where, you know, like, any regular crowd would look at it and go, Oh, you know, like, like the the song that Jamie did with fireball. Um, you know, you expect it, I guess. And it is kind of cliche, but it's awesome. You know, the, the entirety of the crowd, your application is always going to be dependent. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be first and foremost when it comes to making creative decisions with that kind of stuff. Jamie, what's your philosophy on using them creatively? <laughs>
1: I like to do a little bit about everything. So like you said, the fireball, that was, you know, kind of a countdown. And then I pulled out, you know, fireball and everybody loved that. I've done, uh, uh, this year I did, uh, I like to play with fire and I actually intermixed that with DMX. Um, just to, you know, blink the lights from here to there. And then when they would say, I like to play with fire, I'd shoot a fireball. And uh, with the four-inch fireballs, they're, they're real quick beat, so I could hit that kind of quick. So when they repeated like fire, fire, I was able to hit those very quickly independently mm-hmm. and then slowly build that bigger to a final wall of fire um, with fireworks going off, salutes, things like that. Um, I also like to, like Chad said, hit them on enunciations of different things like um, fire the weapon. Yeah, and we're not just talking about a fireball. We're talking about big explosion. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about having a uh, nuke siren going off this year, next year, and having a really big one. Everybody, (laughs) to start off the show, kind of get everybody going. I like to end end the show with a nice big fireball. um, Spread them out throughout the show. Kind of pop in some big ones when they're not expecting it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just keep the crowd just knowing something's probably going to happen and be like, Oh wow, there's another one. Oh wow. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like to sprinkle it through there. No, no, it's coming. And then just kind of surprise them at the same time. Cause like I said, they, they remember those fireballs. Like it's, Like, it's going out of style. First time we did it, it was was quite hilarious. Somebody said, oh, no, what happened? And then uh, we did it again. It's like, oh, my God, he did it. That's supposed to happen. That was awesome. And everybody's, what were those? He's like, it was gasoline. That's it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely warned the fire department before I shot mine. Those guys are my show every year. I'm like, there's going to be some explosions. Don't worry about it. It's controlled.
3: Hey uh, Jamie, you came up with something that was really interesting. Real quick, when you said "quick burst," is there a way to do like is the different sizes? How do you know how they'll fast they'll burn, or how to get that quick burst? Is it by gallon, or is it by the way you set it up?
1: It's going to be by gallon. You have less black powder, you have less gasoline, so <laughs> there's a lot of roll that goes into a fireball. So, like, so like a four inch fireball is going to have. Small charge, it, it, it's a couple ounces of gasoline. It's nothing crazy, and it it heats it it bursts very quickly. Um, and, and testing is your is your best friend at that at that case. But the the smaller the fireball, the smaller the charge, the less gasoline, the quicker the flames going to roll out. As you get into is two gallon tank, you know, just take Skywars for example, that big super nuke that they put out. That's hundreds and thousands, sometimes gallons of gasoline and that rollout and that ball of fire just keeps going up into the sky and rolling into itself and getting bigger. So the more fuel that's there, the bigger that ball of fire is going to be, the longer it lasts. And if you want to get to that precise, you're going to have to do a lot of testing. And most people like to test fireballs.
3: So it's kind <laughs> yeah, of fun. We know you do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. It's, no,
2: sorry, honey. We can't go to the lake house this weekend because I need that gas. <laughs> I mean, I, Jamie, I, I helped you with your four inch, but are they like a half gallon of fuel?
5: They're
1: not even that.
2: Uh, are they not? So, I mean, no, AJ, AJ, look at it like that. So, like less than a half gallon of fuel that you have to burn through the four inch where you're talking a little bit over two gallons of fuel in our six inches <clears throat> to... You know, five gallons of fuel in our 12s to 33 gallons of fuel. It's just the amount of time it's going to take for all of that fuel to burn. Well, that's, what so, I, guess,
3: I guess the question is, yeah. do you guys have that? Do you guys like have an average, like if a gallon of burn at this, you know, a half gallon of burn this fast, you know, three gallons
2: burns this fast. Is there an average you guys have found so far? Um I haven't got that deep into it. Okay, Um I haven't. What, what I have found with them is, especially with the six inches, I, I let them burn for a little, I mean, probably, I don't know, what do you think, Jamie? Three or four seconds at least of burn time, if not a little bit longer. Um, yeah, so the six
1: I, inch burns, and that's a nice thing about a six yeah. inch. It burns a nice, good amount of time, nice rollout, nice lift, nice big mushroom right. cloud. And of course, you can make it bigger by putting in multiples.
2: yeah. I've never used them in a position where I need to time it. Time it that precise. Um, we can go back and I mean, look at the videos we've done of all the testing we've done. But yeah, timing is yeah. um,
1: more on the the beat. Like yeah, on, uh, on my, you know, I like to play with fire, especially that portion where it goes. I like to play with fire, fire. It was like four inch, four inch, boom, boom, and. Because it was such a small flame, it wasn't taking yeah. over the rest of the the field.
0: Yeah. Well, when you did it, it with with fireball, like, you know, just the the tempo of that song, what is it? Fireball. You know, it's really cool because you hit it on uh, yeah. fire, but then yeah. by the time that he gets to enunciate ball, is you're you're starting to see the roll right mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like it's it's kind of cool the way that that stuff works but you know i see where aj's going with that line of questioning especially since mm-hmm. you know the podcast is really a place where we focus so much on designing firework shows it's how to use cool effects like that in instances of your show where you can try to you know bring as much attention and accentuate a
2: certain part of the effect i think I would use a four inch, like I would use one of those little, uh, what, two meter jets from Dominator. You know, just something quick, uh, you know, a six inch, maybe more like a 50 millimeter mine. Yeah. Um, and I almost then- said
0: what are we talking about? But then I realized we're all mature here. (laughs) I've been, I've been holding it back so hard lately. I figured you would. I I mean, this this whole thing so far, we're
2: only 25 minutes in, man, this thing's ripe for parody. The, the Uh. one thing that surprised me about fireballs when I started getting into them was they're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is, I mean, you're, you're out there igniting black powder And blowing up gasoline, but there's hardly any sound to them, especially when you, you know, put it in the middle of a fireworks show. You really don't hear them. It's it's to the point where you need to shoot like a ground salute with it to make it act like it's an explosion.
3: Yeah. Like, it, um, like it's coming from a movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, I, I mean, fireballs in movies, right. They leave such an impression on people, you know, just, you know, because yeah. of our exposure to films and things like that, we believe that, you know, it's a big explosion. So it should have sound to it. You know, I, Bruce in, you know, God rest his soul, Opag, he would use um, uh, those little concussion mortars. You know, he'd put those little concussion mortars right behind him and and, then boom, as soon as he hit those things, he'd pop the concussion mortars when you'd start to hear that roll, almost just like simulate, um, you know, like that really distant kind of explosion that you would see in movies. Um, it's really interesting. And it's like, it's Skywars. I think, um, a lot of those guys will, or, um, you know, did David put salutes in his, I know Bill (laughs) does. Um, I can't remember if David put salutes in his or not.
2: The, there were multiple people had different types of salutes going off on the ground. Okay, um, next to the the tubes. I got. Gotcha. Most of them were hung, you know, off of a yard hook or something. Yeah, know, you know, suspended a couple feet off the ground. And that's a real neat way to do it. Yeah. Now I've wanted what do you guys to like to do. I mean, I, I haven't have messed else. with anything like that yet, yeah. um, but I, I would like to get to it. Now, I've even thought of setting up some scenes to where you shoot some meteors from one side of the field, you know, at a low angle across to the other. And about the time the meteor gets to the, say, the left side of the field, the the fireball goes off like you blew nice. something up. Nice, you know, do some things like that that are a little bit different than what we'll I've seen in the past. Get yourself um, some drones. A, a battle, you Maybe know, you make a, a Terminator. A war going back and forth across the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think would be be something neat to do if you had the right music to do it. Yeah, Jamie, do you use any um, do you use any audible
0: sound effects with yours? <laughs> Any I s- have
1: not um I've been wanting to get in on concussions and I don't have ground salute ability yet. I'm not cool. Uh mm-hmm. I, I do uh, on the on the peak of the fireball I'll, I'll do uh salutes and fireworks and explosions. I will sometimes on a fireball on the rise I'll do a slice in the background. Yeah. Which always turns out to be nice nice video opportunity. Yeah. Um, as it spreads out from the fireball and the fireball crest at the top of the of the slice, yeah. Um, but for the most part, no, I haven't got into that yet.
2: Yeah, and and I'll do the same thing. I'll shoot some stuff over top of it, um, some salutes going up. Uh, but I have not done anything at the beginning of the fireball that you know makes it look like the fireball is a cause of something else happening.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, how do you guys? I mean, who wants to walk me through? the setup process for a fireball. You know, if you just start at the beginning,
2: if we go through the entire process on, you know, how you prep your charges. um, I I, I think what I will say is there's Jamie and I do everything the same with the exception of how we prep our charges and and Jamie, you can go first on how you do yours and I can tell everybody how I do mine. So
1: I do my charges. I use the bottle method, PET bottles. Um, the bottles I've used, they're pretty much preset. I don't really have to weigh anything based on the size of tube that I am using it for. Um, everything I use is pretty much prefabricated and designed for the bottles. So I don't have to weigh everything.
0: Not to Go cut ahead. you off, but like mm-hmm. for the people that, that don't necessarily know fireballs, like the, the, the we're talking about like the, it's PET, right? It pet,
2: Pe- uh, I don't know the words. Petrol. I think it's, uh, yeah. It's PET. <laughs> That yeah, PET. That's the your The thing charge, you have to right? worry about is the fuel will eat through different materials, and you've right. got to keep your lift charge dry. dry. Okay. So there's there's a couple methods of how you do that. Uh, one of them is the way Jamie does his with the PET bottles, and then I I will tell you the different method that I, I use. So so in it, it, very from an over point it's you've got your tube you've got your lift charge and you've got your fuel and the lift charge goes at the bottom of the tube With typically we have the fuel in them first drop yeah. the lift charge in and then we, we typically cover them but um, so I, I guess to go through my setup in the field not and, and assuming the lift charge is already done I will set the uh, tube down I will fill a little bit of water in the bottom of the tube. Now, what's the purpose at Wawa? One is the method that of making the lift charge that I use. Since water will stay at the bottom of that tube and the gasoline will be sitting on top of the water, my lift charge will stay in water. And the method I use, if gasoline gets in, in touch with my lift charge, it will eat through what I use to make the lift charge with. Being in water, it helps protect it a little bit longer and help make sure that that lift stays dry. Yeah. So then after we, we put, so I will put the water in, put the fuel in, and then I'll, I'll take aluminum foil and cover the top of the tube. And my lift charge will be sitting beside the tube. Right before the show goes, It's the last thing I do is walk down the line, take the aluminum foil off, drop the lift charge in, and put the aluminum foil back on and tape it down. Mm. Uh, The the aluminum foil is just there for a couple of reasons. One is to protect that fuel from being prematurely ignited during the show. And also on hot days, it will evaporate quick. Mm, Really? Yes. So that's the method I use. I think, Jamie, you're doing it the same way I am, aren't you?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> whatever tube I'm using, the reason I use the PET bottles is because I do a lot of uh, a prep before my site and I don't want live charges being traveled around. So <clears throat> I will pretty much pre-make my charges with a, and, and I the way it works is I fill the bottle up in my charge and I put a cap on it. Cap does not have a match in it. So that is just a bottle of black powder, period dot the end. No different than it comes in when you buy it. I will take that to the shoot site. Don't have to worry about anything accidentally igniting or anything like that. I will have separate caps that will have charges attached to the cap. You basically drill a hole through the cap, pull your match through, use some epoxy to seal it up, and let it dry and cure. On shoot day, I will screw the cap onto my bottle. Now I have a live charge. So I can very quickly make them.
2: You the might way, might tell them how you make that cap. Oh well. Okay, oh so well.
1: uh, Chad, Chad does his tape, 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 tape. And that's just a long process on the day of a shoot.
2: So he's, well, he's here
1: able here, to do it, yeah. it beforehand. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And the principle behind this, it's really just pr- it's protection of the lift charge. Mm-hmm. But Chad, your method of doing it is... Is it the same is that the same method that Bill uses uh, you know where you're putting the the charge yes. in a plastic baggie so, and then so you're wrapping So Bill's it?
2: got a video out uh, that he did a few years ago you search YouTube you will find it. So the method is basically take a, a Ziploc baggie weigh out the charge that you need the a good rule of thumb and, and this is all coming from I think from Bill. But it's 1.25 ounces of black powder, 2FA black powder, per gallon of gasoline that you're shooting. So, my six-inch tubes, I'm shooting about two gallons of gas. So, when I started doing my testing, I started with 2.5 ounces of black powder. So, I will put that black powder into the Ziploc bag Cut off the portion of the bag that you really don't need. And then I will start wrapping it with electrical tape. And there, there's really no rhyme or reason, but you just want to cover the baggie with electrical tape. I will use two different colored tapes because I, I'm anal that way that i want to know that i've got it covered so i'll I'll start with black tape and just go around the bag till the bag is gone and i can't see anything but tape Mm -hmm. then i'll switch to white tape and i will put a layer of white tape on it till all the black is gone and i'll alternate that back and forth i typically the, the more tape you put on it the longer it will take fuel to get through that tape to get to your charge um no, I mean, the, the amount of tape that's on it, though.
0: I, yeah. do you, Is there any circumstance in which the amount of tape that you
2: put on, could you potentially put on too much tape? I don't know how you could put too much tape on. I think you quickly reach a point where the amount of tape you're putting on isn't going to benefit you anymore.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um,
2: I, I don't think you could ever get to the point where you put enough tape on it, unless it wouldn't fit down in the tube, that you could ever contain <laughs> the black powder charge. <laughs> With electrical tape. <laughs> what do you got there, Chad? Wow. Oh, it's yeah. just my charge. <laughs> yeah, six inches of the tape. <laughs> I do believe he's dropping a bowling ball in that mortar. So I, I typically will go five layers of tape unless I forget which layer I'm on and I'll put a couple extra layers on. Okay. So you count, um,
0: you count your layers then.
2: I, I do. Um and I alternate black and white or two different colored tapes. Yeah, yeah. Just so I know what that I'm covering everything. That's cool. And, and I like Bill said one time, if you figured how many you did and put another layer on it or you don't like that layer, you know, it didn't lay down good, put another layer on it. It's not that big a deal. Um, I I haven't pushed the limit of how long you can leave them in that that I've heard other people do. I mean, some people <laughs> say they've left them in for hours. <laughs> um Mine probably the longest it's been is a half hour, yeah, and I've never had <laughs> an issue. Um, and and that's why I stay with the the baggy method is because I haven't had an issue with it. Um, I, that, and that's that probably takes you a lot longer to prep the charge, yeah, than like Jamie's version with the I, I the don't PET know model. For, for Jamie to do. Yeah, Jamie, did you go through how you do the caps yet?
1: No. So, mine is pre-prep. So shoot day, it's very quick for me to do it. But the amount of time it takes me to do what I do, I, what Chad does, is probably about the same.
2: Yeah. Because I have okay, to wait so for even
1: I you to drill play. holes. got to wait for epoxy okay. to dry. Yeah. But I'm not doing it on shoot day. If I was on a shoot site and I was staying on a shoot site, it's a different story. I, w- yeah. I could do it either way, but most of the time. I'm trying to get as much prep work done for a shoot that I'm traveling to as possible. So I don't have to do that particular task.
2: I gotcha. One other thing I forgot is uh, for both of us, when we're putting the, the black powder into whatever container that we're using as for the fireball, we put a little bit of titanium sponge in with it. And I think ah. it's a sponge. Um, they're, the reason that gets put in is there is a small chance that the black powder could ignite and not be burning long enough to get up into the plume of gas above the the tube really? and would not ignite the fuel. So if you put the, the titanium in, it will burn long enough to get up into the gas. Now, wow. Depending on which... Facebook post you read. Some people have never had a problem with it. Some people say they have had a problem with it. They've never had a problem with it with titanium. They've never had a problem with it without titanium if they use 2FA. I mean, it just, to me, I think I bought a pound of titanium that's going to last me 20 years years, (laughs) because you literally use a pinch (laughs) of titanium in it on in every shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 2FA don't need it as much as, you know, something else. It's it, it's when they use cannon powder and things like that where you definitely have to use it, but it's not going to hurt anything per no. se. You, you mean, can actually see cool, it.
0: has a cool he, effect.
2: Yeah. It's and almost fireflies. got a little sparkly of, like mm-hmm. fireflies going up. Yeah, the that's cool. I can,
0: I can, for the life of me, I cannot remember. And I feel really, really bad because uh, somebody showed me a video of a fireball they did recently. It'll come to me. I know it's going to come to me. The, the guy's name will come to me when we get off the podcast. But um, he had basically you know, broken apart some consumer fireworks, and he put some stars in with oh, his lift charge. Doug. Was it Doug?
3: Yeah. Doug, I, I,
0: well, Doug told me the same thing. that, that he, Did he?
3: That's what he would do. He would take stars
0: that like from- Oh, um, you know what? I think you're right. I think it was Doug. I think because he, he showed me the- He showed me a video because at first it it wasn't computing. I mean, I've seen guys put, you know, like I've heard the titanium thing. I've heard the titanium in there and, you know, you, you hear the sparkles and you get some of that little, some of the effect that comes along with it, but it wasn't computing at first. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I just, you know, broke up some, some consumer shells and then, you know, took those tiny stars and then put them in with my lift. And it was, it was really cool when he, you know, when the fireball went off and as it started to plume, I mean, you could see them in there. Like they were, they were visible in the effect i thought that was really creative yeah that was pretty cool
3: when i saw that video because he was talking to me about it and at first i thought he was meaning just he just threw him in the gasoline and i'm like and then
0: it it didn't make sense yeah, well, like, oh, dude, didn't, when gas, he said uh, it at first i thought the same thing i feel yeah, okay. really bad now sorry doug i didn't mean to <laughs> I, when we went to do this episode i swear to god i was in the car today i was thinking to myself who was that who was it? Who was it? I want to talk about it. I can't remember who it was, though. I really hope they don't listen to the podcast. Who's Doug? Who's you know Doug?
3: Getting... funny. He just texted me. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: he offered you a sleeveless shirt. He's like, How's this one? This one good?
1: Oh, my God. Too much
3: sleeve. That's no, he, too much he sleeves, didn't.
0: right? Too many sleeves. <laughs> He's um,
3: like, What are you talking about? I said fireballs. He's like, uh-huh. Long time listener, first time caller. And they put. They get hot and, f- and shoot fire stuff. And I said, well, that's basically Take my knowledge. He said, you should ask them if you can hand fire them. <laughs> <laughs> do not
4: hand fire them.
2: Define <laughs> hand fire.
4: Do not
1: <laughs> even think about it.
2: <laughs> I think another reason that I put water in the bottom of my mind, in addition to protecting the charge... Uh, uh, Sometimes there's a little bit of residual fluid left in the bottom of your tube. And if you use water in the bottom, I found that it's primarily water left in the tube and not a little bit of fuel. And it won't sit there and burn, like, not using the water. And I think we've also had less blow by and blow around the tubes where, you know, it comes back on the ground. Yeah, the spillage and, and, you know, burns a little bit on the ground. Gotcha. Does, now, I mean, that the water, does that provide, um, that's got to provide
0: some kind of, like, like just the physics of it. I would think I, that, I think it kind
2: of acts like a wadding on a shotgun. Okay. To where it, it blows up through the, and gets all the fuel out. Yeah. Um, now, what Jamie and I, at least, I think Jamie's still doing it the same way, we will run a slat over from a module and put it kind of in the middle of the fireballs that we're using and kind of do a pinwheel out from that yeah Um, I always make mine my charges with six meter e-match the longest I've got on hand and just trying to get everything away from it as much (laughs) as possible but you know run run a slat over throw it down yeah we can keep it you know 30 feet away from a module and I've never had anything close to
1: I usually just use Brett's modules
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, wow! Wow!
0: Right, Cobra provides a lifetime warranty. Yeah.
4: That's right.
0: <clears throat> Life. Yeah. How'd this happen? Oh man! It was a try freak out, accident.
3: Sure. <laughs> it's a electrical fire. Look at it. It's a free accident. You mean I mean, I mean, these
0: silicon boots—they got those little hooky things on. I swear to God, I thought I could just hang it on the side of the mortar.
1: Yeah, well, it <laughs> makes a good topper to keep you know keep the fuel. Yeah, to it, they- just set it on top. Keep stuff from falling inside of it <laughs>
4: oh,
1: another,
2: another of thing wing. we found with them is if you I think what have we found, Jamie? if you keep them if you shoot two of them together that are probably less than ten foot apart, the flames will combine as they go up.
0: How
1: far oh, yeah. is
2: too how far is too far when you do that?
1: Uh, I usually have mine thirty three feet apart. And the, you're, um, you're
0: saying it thirty three apart, thirty three
2: feet no. apart. Now I'm talking like what Chad was talking about. When I, I don't think they'll do it. I think ten feet is.
1: One, a you a might be able to space apart it is out perfectly fine. Yeah, no, ten feet okay. they start blending together yeah. too. All
2: right, you much past that, feet. I think you're going to have two distinct fireballs going up, especially with with six inch. Yeah, I, I'm guessing there's probably a. I don't know. It, 20-foot wow, diameter.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's got to be like the... So, I, is it is it kind of like the the cyclic, um, I just the inertia of the fireball and, and the way that the air moves when it goes up, that
2: it just kind of combines and s- they swallow each other up when they go yeah, into the it, air? Yeah, they keep... They, they burn up and they roll in. Yeah. And once they, once they burn out, they make some really nice smoke rings in the sky. Yeah. And... That's where when the alien that's where the aliens come from. That's where the Facebook posts from the neighbors start coming yeah. in. <laughs> when you, especially when you're doing it in March for testing. Uh-huh. And and again, there's no if you're just doing <laughs> fireballs, there's no real sound to them. So people look out and see smoke rings in the sky and they don't know what's going on. That's the government That's hilarious. Man. Some
3: reason I just this popped in my head. <clears throat> if it was about?
2: possible. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> Not in it. So thank you for clarifying. <laughs> he did say in it though.
4: <laughs> oh my God.
3: Anyways, you take mines and create your own kind of slice rack that elevates and shooting mines in like a sweeping pattern. Does that make sense?
0: No, kind of. <laughs> Sorry. So think if I, uh, if you had a, <clears throat> You're making a like slice
3: a 30 out of foot mines. Section, 30 foot, a 30-foot section. Uh-huh. And then you take an arch from one side to the other and curve it. And then you could set your gas mines along it and shoot it like a, like a slice, like a single shot slice. Yeah. wonder what that would look like. Can you shoot a, a gas mine at like a 30-degree angle? Yeah, like man. You that's took that's a five-gallon and that's only that's put three gallons in right it. right into the woods. <laughs> Well, I mean, like you'd have to brace it, obviously, in there. But I'm just
2: curious, I, I would I mean, obviously. I, I don't know. I've I've not done it. My initial thought would be, it would start out at an angle, but quickly just go vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think it's because that heat just gonna as it burns it's going to start rising, and I don't think it's going to be able to keep that.
3: Well, I was talking about like using the smaller ones, like Jamie
2: was saying, where they're yeah. they're quick bursts. I still think they they're going to tend to go window, up
1: and fire in yeah. a window. blows out the windows in the movies, and they immediately go straight up. So yeah. Gosh, that's what I would, I would think.
0: I don't know. I I think the I I guess when they use those you know augers or the the post hole diggers when they they dig the the holes for those things because like I I kind of noticed that at Skywars. Wars when Bill was shooting his, like, I I think all of them are just, I I can't tell if they're angled on purpose or if that's just the way that
2: they, that they lay. I don't don't think they were. I think that they they might've gotten knocked over a little bit as our back fell in those trenches. Yeah. On some of them.
0: Well, you did that too. Like, I mean, I, and obviously he's got it down to his science as well. So like he knows exactly how far apart he wants each one of those mortars. So he, he achieves the desired effect um but yeah you know, I don't know I always wondered that cuz it was really it was always really cool looking back at that cluster of you know gigantic fireball mortars and seeing just this huge matrix of mortars <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and the gas truck
0: yeah the gas truck AJ you were in in 2020 um when I shot you, you were really close in the field
4: to those we i remember that
0: so, we were the last row to them we had a driving no? lane than them <laughs> yeah so this is the i what was that experience like i mean did you one did you guys know that or get like a preface warning that the fireballs were going to go off so did you have to take cover because it's like i know when those go off at sky wars and you know we're up in the pyro seating i mean it's i it kind of hurts me to look at them. Oh, you mean when I was on the side
3: doing yeah, the Yeah, when you were thing. in Whoa. the field. <laughs> so <laughs> no, we had it's the. Said, uh, <laughs> for a second, I thought you meant during setup, me because that was no. the only thing that. Okay, so yeah, but when I was on the side, they had that uh, that light fixture with a generator attached to yeah. it. So the three of us were just kind of behind that thing. We knew it was coming, so we just kind of ducked down a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's way hotter. <laughs> 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 you're, like you a, you're like 300 feet closer, <laughs> at least. did you die? I did not die, but I can definitely tell you it's a different feeling. How <laughs> <laughs> did you die?
0: <laughs> oh, boy, this sure is uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> I was there Sunday morning this year, when, at Sky Wars this year, when Bill's Set off the, the fireballs that he had yeah. loaded from the night before, since he didn't get to shoot them, and w- and we were not at the crowd. I mean, we were back. Yeah, in the
1: was that the dragon's breath?
2: I don't think he shot that. I, I want to say he took the 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 flower back home with him. I think he just shot the gasoline. Gotcha. Um, but I, I don't know that for a hundred percent. But yeah, that's what I, I thought they it. were talking about that morning. Well, the dragons, the dragons' breath. I think they were.
0: Yeah. I can't remember exactly what the story was, but it wasn't like I. I don't know if they could move the. They couldn't move the drones or something. So like they didn't want to roast all their stuff.
2: <laughs> I think that's the story. Speaking it of sounds good, so drones, and this is on a tangent, which I know never happens on this podcast. <laughs> but have you, <laughs> have, have, have you guys uh, seen bizarre. the? drone footage from sky wars this year with the drone flying through the fireworks
3: Mm. yes i found that video yesterday and as soon as i saw it, is awesome even though he has a license i'm like was that allowed (laughs) i mean he is flying through the five six fours yeah like it's insane
2: i mean i'd always thought about it of you know what is the actual probability that a, a firework going up would hit a drone if you like Flew a drone through the middle of the fireworks. It's got to be low, but I—that's how they I lost my Phantom Two.
0: It. it blew the camera right off the bottom of my Phantom well, Two. No, that was probably because the pilot had an error. Yeah, yeah but
3: his Finally was an error. FPV, so his <laughs> was flying like yeah. you know, like um, F14 Tomcat or
2: F22. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it, it was a video to you. It's
4: It awesome. was a
2: very neat video. So if you can go find that on YouTube, yeah, that's cool. Um, it's a, just a different perspective, and it's yeah. very very cool.
0: Yeah, so. I dig those. I dig those. Those FPV, FPV drones or FPV drones are pretty damn neat. Um, what was up with that one during the drone show that just went like... Uh, you know what big. I think?
3: The, I think what was that was, you know, they control that stuff with like geofencing. Yeah. So I wonder if it came out of that geofencing and once it comes out of there, like it it's it tells itself to just, just drop or you know what I yeah. mean? Go That's home. my guess. Or just to yeah. like get out of there because it doesn't know how to get back into sync or something. Yeah. My guess. Hmm. Because I was reading stuff um, on drone shows lately and all that stuff and reading more and stuff with anything that goes wrong with it. It's something about the geofencing. Mm. What that is, I really truly don't know. I just know it means it's a barrier that it tells itself to stay yeah. in.
0: Yeah. I think it's like they, they, you're right. They set like a, it it is basically just like a, it's a fence that they draw. I I would assume with, you know, satellite and GPS. And if something breaches that that's theirs, then, you know, it just instantly gets a, you know, heel, sit down boy command. Um, But what was nuts about that one at Skywars was it seemed like it was, I couldn't tell if it was, I thought at first it was going home but then it just made a, like a flat beeline for the crowd and then like last minute I mean it sat down like probably I it seemed like it was right in front of the the roping which was nutty close
3: I wasn't there for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was didn't standing even hear, right I next to you
3: when it happened yeah yes that's all right we
0: were down by the. Uh, I know. I, well, yeah. you are, you are colorblind, and there were, the lights were colored. So, <laughs> hey, look at that! What are you talking about, Bo? Um,
3: my drone's in the air at night, I have to ask Amber. I'm like, is the lights flashing,
0: pointing at me or away from me? Where is it?
4: <laughs>
0: where is it? So, Jamie, when you do, um, when you do the pet bottles. Um, how long is that process for you that like you showed me that cool little jig that you had when it came to, you know, sealing all that, that stuff up. I mean, walk me through that jig and then how you kind of use it when you do the
1: stuff. Yeah, for walk the walk bottles. me
2: through the process. Cause I've never actually seen you. Yeah. Do so
1: one. <clears throat> putting a black powder in a bottle. That that's pretty simple. I'm throwing a cap on. I can do that whenever, but making my charge cap, that's the most important part. So, I make a little jig out of a piece of plywood with, with, with little slits in it so I can slide a piece of match with the cap on there and hold it in place while some epoxy's holding it in. So basically, ah. I take a cap from the PET bottle, I drill an eighth-inch hole in it, and then I take a match and pull it from the inside out so the match head is inside the cap, and before I pull it all the way through, I put some epoxy on both sides of the uh, of the match wire, and I pull the head down so it's sitting in a small pool of epoxy. And then I put mm-hmm. it on that little jig to hold it in place, let, it, let that epoxy cure so the match head's straight and sealed to the inside of the cap. And I'll make a bunch of those, so that way I have them ready. I'll let them dry, and I'll work on something else. Then when I'm done with that, I'll flip it over and I'll go around and epoxy the outside of the cap where the match head comes out, put it back on the jig and let it dry in that position. Then I'll put powder in some bottles, put some fresh closed caps on it, and now my charges are ready for me to take them to my shoot site and swap out the blank caps with the charge caps on the the shoot day.
2: Nice. Do you take the that little foam washer out from the Absolutely
1: inside? Absolutely not. <clears throat> okay. That foam washer, the most important thing when using the, the bottles is do not put too much epoxy on it, do not get epoxy in the threads, do not put epoxy on the threads trying to you want that cap that that seal cap that you're talking about to yep. stay in place. You'll drill a hole straight through it and just put a small amount of epoxy that just kind of covers around the shroud of the match head. And that's it because you want that to seal to the top of your bottle. That's going to keep everything out. The epoxy is simply there to hold the match head in place and seal the eighth inch hole
2: that you drilled. Same do, thing you, that, you know, do you I, sand the top of the cap when you epoxy the outside to give it a little bit I usually,
1: I usually sand it or just etch it in a little bit. Just what just, does that
2: do? It,
1: it, the, the caps yeah. are really smooth. And I just want to give it a little bit of texture for the, uh, epoxy on the outside of the cap to adhere to a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Just so the other thing that you can do if you're not paying attention when you're screwing that cap on is you're trying to tighten it down too tight and you twist that wire and you break that epoxy. I, I usually roughen up the outside of the cap so it has a little bit better, a uh, little grip to it. Something to adhere to, um, but that's just like if you're
2: ever going to paint anything, you know you yeah. fan the surface before you paint Pretty it much. to give it something to. Cause uh, some of yeah, caps too, yep.
1: are smooth as a baby's bottom. Yeah. and other ones have slight texture to. And it, they almost so. have
2: a little bit of a that plastic <gasps> sheen to it, <laughs> like it's got yeah. a layer there. You just, I didn't know if you'd rough that down just to give that epoxy a little bit of help. I typically do. Yeah, okay. I'll
1: take either a, a razor or a scalpel or a piece of rough grit paper and just kind of roughing up. Then I'll drill the hole in it, pull that match wire yeah. through. And standard matches the way to go. You can add quick plugs on after you're done pulling the wire through, but you can't fit a quick plug yeah, to an eighth-inch hole. Right. You want
0: that it makes sense that you want that hole to be as but small as you, possible. You
1: can always add that on after you're done. <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> um, a question. When you put the cap on, do you put anything around the threads to help you, like Teflon tape or anything to seal absolutely it? Absolutely not. Okay. So
1: same same thought process behind you do not want to put epoxy around the cap threads. You want that cap to have no restriction to get down to a fully tightened seal around that uh, cap, the seal inside that cap.
2: So you're counting on that foam seal in there to seal the top of the lid?
1: Yep. Just like a gallon of milk has that little freshness cap that keeps it from pouring out. (laughs) Same concept.
2: Now, I know when we started doing them, you had a couple issues with... Uh Did you ever track down what caused it? Yep, too much epoxy. Too much epoxy.
1: If you okay. put too much epoxy and you can tell if you put it on that match head and you pull that wire through and then it bleeds over into the threads of the cap, yeah. And that bottle cannot make a secure connection to that seal. It's not it, it there's going to be a little air gap there. And then wa- gas yeah. and water is going to slowly leak into your charge and
2: Nothing's and and I remember happen. it did not take much with that first charge that we pulled out.
1: No, it's just yeah, a little, it was, was just there was a l- little
2: bit of moisture, and it was. I mean, ninety-five percent of the black powder was still dry inside of that. It was just a little bit of moisture got in, yep. and mm, killed it. Jeez,
1: but mm. it's pretty easy once you know why it happened. Yeah. All you got to do is look at your 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 match caps and be like, okay, got enough epoxy. The threads are clear you're fine from there. It's just knowing what to do each time.
2: Yeah. Then I, I guess from a safety issue, we haven't talked about is what do you do when you have one that doesn't go? Um And, and uh, I mean, <laughs> Soon, uh, run. Uh, run. Uh, a, a lot of guys will have a, a spare charge made up. Yeah, van vanilla home, send off. And they'll yep, just drop another arrows. charge in it and let it go. Yeah. That way. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Huh. Um,
1: that way you can get rid of the, way, the gasoline that's in there. Yeah, exactly. And, you don't and, have to and then,
2: try and get it out. You don't have to try and yeah. take a, a live charge in the bottom of it out. Yeah, just like okay. everything that we do with fireworks. You, know, exactly. you don't want to try and unmatch something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes sense to me, man. So
0: the um,
1: the other thing that's nice about it either way is you can drop your charge after you know you can have the, the the mortars full of gasoline and water and just sitting yeah. there and then you can go through and drop the PET bottles or even Chad's you know tape yeah. match. either way to work
2: now with um, with your bottles are you still putting iron in with them
1: um on some of them I do just okay. specifically the the six inch usually a cap full of uh, black iron oxide
2: and the reason for that is with the the air that's in those bottles they're usually a little bit of positive buoyancy in them. Yep. So, you don't want them floating to the top of the, the liquid in that tube. Mm. So, they found a lot of times people would tie them to the bottom. Uh, and even some of the the tubes have hooks in the bottom where you could zip tie a charge down in before you put the fuel in. Yep. Um but- yeah. But th- those guys have found that by putting a little bit of iron oxide in with them, that gives it a negative buoyancy and it will drop to the bottom.
1: Nice. Yeah. And, and, and the reason too, like you said, is I like to drop my charges just as an added level yeah. of safety is I could drop it, you know, half hour, hour before the show instead of four or five hours of right. sitting in the gasoline, just, you're like, I hope I uh, hope they didn't mess up that charge.
4: Right.
1: Yeah. You can have some slight air and because it's only sitting out there for an hour, you're probably okay. But yeah. if you don't put the iron oxide in there, it kind of float at the bottom and you won't get, you'll have a lot of gasoline left in the tube and that's yeah. just not as cool.
0: So the general consensus though, regardless of what kind of method that you use for the charge, is it to just do it as late as possible? Is that pretty I, much safe
2: to say? I think like most things we do, we seem to do in pyro is I haven't had an issue doing it the way I do it. So I'm very reluctant to change how I'm doing it. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody's got a, a method that they have used for a particular aspect of fireworks stuff. And you know other people do things differently and you've never done it that way, but you really don't want to change the way you're doing things. I've never had an issue with my fuel mines and those are probably the, the one thing that I just, I don't want to have an issue with after the show of having a, a container out there full of fuel with a black powder charge in the bottom of it. Somebody walking it, around, working on yeah. the field. It's a safety thing too. So I, I always try to drop them as late as possible. I feel from from talking to other people that I've, I've never been in the position where I've had to drop them early Um now i i know some of the guys at skywars dropped them and you know you're an hour two hours um and and bill has even talked about that and 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 for the the method i use with the tape if it, you think it's going to be in there longer just put a couple more rolls of tape on it yeah um you know the the more tape you put in the the more layers it's got to get through so it should last longer i i haven't pushed the limits of anything yet um I, I'm probably overkilling it the way I do it, but it's also kind of in the method that I use for my show setup. I go through, and that's the last thing I do. That's just the last thing in my method. As I'm walking down through, making sure everything's on armed, I just drop charges and, and kind of my last go around with everything. Make sure the shoot site's clear, and walk out, and and everything's done. I yeah, mean, if the shoe fits, wear it. I mean, that's yeah. that seems. That
0: seems logical to me. But but again, (laughs) I I have no idea what that was. That was awesome, though. Mom, meatloaf. (laughs) Mom, meatloaf. (laughs) 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 Mom, I wasn't even there.
4: (laughs) Sorry about that. Even there,
0: that's that's brotherly
3: fighting.
4: Uh, (laughs) I was in the shower. (laughs) I was in the shower. Oh my god!
0: Would you not bother me while I'm cleaning my room? (laughs) Uh, Uh, (laughs) Did you touch my
4: drums?
2: (laughs) Oh my
1: god!
2: You know, I, I I think another area that we haven't really touched on yet is where do we get our, our mines our fuel mines from um, yeah. I know some people that have built their own um, and I know there's various places you can buy them um, all of the ones that I have came from Gary Steele through Craig Co um, yeah. Gary makes yeah. good stuff dude. And the He's reason good, dude. being for that is I can could I make them cheaper than I can buy them probably if I discount my time worth anything mm-hmm. um or, or i just if that was a hobby of mine is you know steel fabrication and i had a welder yes i could probably make them cheaper than i could buy them but gary makes a great product They're, i mean he's he uses them so he's designed them to be easy to use and, and they're especially if you can not pay shipping and and when i say that you know get them delivered to skywars get them delivered to cobracon get them delivered to one of the multiple places that those guys go to and they deliver for free they're not bad to buy yeah yeah, it seems so like there's, that's a, where I'm at with everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, completely.
0: Do do like but there there are, are a lot chips.
2: of a lot of people that will will make their own, and there's not much to them. And and Bill even says that he's like, you know, there's not much to them. They're not. They don't have to be super heavy wall pipe. Um, I mean, you can search Bill's name on various Facebook groups, and you know he he given recommendation. You can even you know direct message him, and he'll you know. Get back with you and say, "Well, here, here's what I would do." Or, yeah. you know, he gave me yep. his cell phone number at at CobraCon. Like, anytime you need anything, I don't care when it is, just just text me. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he wants to help. I'll, I'll you text, text from at yeah. like yeah. two in
3: the morning. You said whenever.
2: Yeah, that's that's what yeah. he said. He, he said <laughs> he <probably> I have <laughs> guys. Say, What's I was up, listening.
0: <laughs> Bill, I was listening to this podcast and this uh, this fellow named Chad said you gave me yeah. your name and gave number. me your
2: number and uh-huh. <laughs> he, he put it out so there. Call no. any time. Said he just that you're just you just can't wait to share knowledge. He said you would come shoot fireballs for me. Yeah, (laughs) so
3: I have a question because I no one really talked about this part. Have you guys done anything where you add stuff to the fireballs as well, like uh, sawdust and creamer and all that other stuff that you can put into them?
2: Well, actually, what you're talking about, you gasoline, those guys are actually just shooting the cream, the creamer, or the I think they're using what walnut flour or there, there's some really there's fine so like they're they're in, yeah.
0: they're in essence
2: changing the fuel of they're changing the, the fuel in the mine. they're not shooting yeah. gasoline yeah i mean it's it's strictly coffee cream Powder. Yeah. when those guys i mean if you if you get that stuff at the right air to fuel mixture it'll burn yeah it'll explode it's, um, it's i've it's never shot different those.
0: effects too
2: yeah and
0: yeah, um, it's got and such that's a, what, it's got such a uh I mean, for the lack of a better term, like a after a smell, no. Nah, well, this yeah, the smell. It's almost weird, like, a, but like from what I've
2: heard, a, a hanging, like a burning. Yeah, you yeah. know, a fluttery kind of yeah. powdery, bloated, and that's what Firewall. Bill was going to shoot if he would have got to shoot it at Skywars this year, from what I was told. Uh, but, uh, and I was really hoping to see it, hmm. but I did not get to. So I, I've seen videos of the cream or mines, but I've never shot one.
1: Same. Yeah,
2: and that and that cremora is you know different different products that that it's basically like a, a flour consistency, but different types of products that they they would try and shoot, and yeah. it works. Yeah, it's like um, a it's a fat, right? Some like, of it, and and you can
1: use sawdust too. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I, and mm-hmm. I don't know the ins and outs of all of that, and I don't know exactly what product it is because I, I haven't done it, I haven't researched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that does sound familiar. Now you're saying that there's some, there is one type of product that's got some fat in it that really yeah. works well.
1: And your cream yeah. does. You got your. Yeah. Uh, there, there's quite a few things. Main thing is you you don't want it clumpy or compressed down. Yeah. You want to keep it fluffy and air in between it all. Dry, obviously, mm-hmm. and as the charge pushes it out creates you know oxygen between the pockets and ignites everything that goes off so, i mean it's pretty neat it's the way i originally was going to start doing fireballs because i was scared of gasoline but after you know sky wars and a few other things i started looking into it was like oh this is pretty cool and
0: fireballs it was <laughs> yeah. jamie how'd you get into fireballs how to actually just I mean so well. question for both of you. I'm gonna ask uh, asking <laughs> you next. But I mean, was it was it Craig Co. Yep. Really? Yep. I mean, did you go to I mean, were you with Brian or were you with somebody when you shot him and they t- taught you how to do it? And you're just like, Yeah, I mean, I gotta do this.
1: Uh you know, where was I? Well, I was you know, it was obviously Sky Wars. I've been looking at Wars and things like that, then Sky Wars, hanging out with Brian, and I just I went up when I went up to Brian's to pick up 21 racks. I, uh, hung out with him all day and just kind of picked his brain and then the just went down the rabbit hole of wait, fireballs. And he started showing me what they had done, him and Gary. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. So then, you know, 12 motor tubes later I have fireballs <laughs> and, uh, Brian's been a great mind to pick and mm-hmm. he's done tons and tons of them and Gary makes them. So why not go straight to the source and buy and learn at the same time?
2: Yeah. I think for me, I, I saw a video of it and um, found a place to order them and I ordered a couple and like, like most things th- for
1: you. Chad. Yeah.
2: You know, like, <laughs> my, like most things it's, well, let me, let me have a couple of those. Cause I only need a couple. I mean, you
1: helped me set up that one year.
2: Yeah, I, I did help you set up that one year. And then, you know, how many can you fit on a pallet? Um, so I, I started trying them in my backyard. Um, I've got quite a bit of space behind my house here. And um, we took Chelsea. some out and started blowing them up. It's like, well, that's cool.
1: <laughs> you want to test out that 33 you for me more yeah
2: that's fine bring it over we'll test I it got, out we'll hook, i don't we'll hook have methanol in it i could test mm-hmm. out my
1: four ends but maybe my six but my 33 is not enough room at my house i keep on having to travel room. to
0: do this stuff <laughs> what were the right ones up. that um you tested when i was hanging out with you when we did testing over the summer we were at the horse lords
3: uh
1: what were those those were sixes and those were sixes, yeah. Okay. yeah. And you want to? That was when I tested the, uh, the the match and the epoxy. I was testing mm-hmm. like, okay, for sure, this is what my issue was. And you know, Brian was trying to explain that to me, and I just I was not smart enough to understand the words they were coming out of his mouth. <laughs> but after that test day, I totally understood everything, and it became like a ray of light shining in the dark. I was like, oh, yeah. I get it. The one charge that didn't go off was, you know, the inevitable bad match that you know the wires were showing in and shunted itself inside yeah um i should have caught that because it was very evident that 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 happened but i didn't pull the shroud back and see it yeah um but yeah those were sixes those were fun yeah fours are nice but they're they're hard to work with just because they're a little bit smaller fitting that charge down in there you know they're just kind of tiny the sixes are like Perfect in all aspects. They're not heavy to carry around for the most part. Yeah. They're beautiful set. And like Chad said, combine a few of them together they it just
2: see bigger. I really like the sixes. Um it, it just they get, they work well for the way I use them right now. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you know, pick a six inch up and then pick one of the twelve inches up, and it's like, oh my god, why did I do this?
1: That's why we <laughs> both um, only have one.
2: Yeah. Um how many
0: 12s have you guys put together? Have you put together many 12s? We
1: have not. No. We've He's got some. my 12 this year, I, so he it, can put two 12s yeah.
2: together. I've gotten two 12s. Yeah. Probably right with now. the
1: 33 in the middle, right?
2: Well, I'm going to end up with another 33 <laughs> for what I want to do. I want two thirty-threes uh, for what I'm thinking I I'm going to do this well, year. Why stop so.
1: there? Three. You got enough for him.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> oh man, I'd kill to have that much space to test stuff. I am very lucky. Yeah. Well, especially In if it's quiet, right? I mean, if, yeah. if, if And if, if fireballs are quiet, I mean, you could probably get away with testing. And it's like you know, nobody ever knows.
2: Not you can, dive. but your neighbors call you and ask if everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: just gonna
3: say
2: <laughs> when when the fireball goes up above the buildings and and everything yeah. else, they no. know. And your neighbors a, call
1: and say, "Why didn't you invite me?"
2: Yeah. yeah, I I have had multiple
0: texts of everything okay over there. Yep, perfect. Jamie's neighbors call and go, "You killed my horse." <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Like- is
3: is a fireball illegal in a state that's not firework friendly? If you can just make it in your backyard, there's no law for that, right?
0: Um that was worded so AJ. I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> that was worded so
4: AJ. AJ-E. Yeah, I, totally I, right? I, I believe I the
2: I saw the,
3: the Christmas story.
2: <laughs> I believe the answer would be yes, AJ. Um and, and because there's there's multiple ways to get black powder. Um depending on what you're using and where you're buying it from and what licenses you have to have it. Um but i think once you use any of it in a fireworks capacity you it would make it a firework i don't know that it, you call it a flame effect and it would be <laughs> you know oh it's fine then but I, your mileage may vary consult your local Legal authority, <laughs> yeah, right. <Absolutely. laughs>
1: do everything when the... We're, not, wait, the we're
0: law. not lawyers. We're freaks. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> no, I was it just pop my we head. We do on legal like, days. Hmm. Shoot our
1: own shoot sites <laughs> and licenses.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know. Ago, I know. Some of the places... watch. My neighbors see me pour gasoline into like. What are you <laughs> doing? And be like, illegal. They said uh, I could do it. <laughs> I listen. Guys, I listen. when it gets to dark, everyone wants to see said, this. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Right.
1: Go wrong? It's fine.
0: It's fine. I just—I don't know why I picture Wilson in uh, Home Improvement standing at the fence, <laughs> watching <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor dumping 400 gallons of gas down a tube. Oh, hey, I wouldn't
3: hey, do it. How how would I didn't like Jamie. I don't there? know
0: what I'm doing with that stuff.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Plus, dropping a lift charge in there—that—that's probably the part that I don't like the most it yeah. worked, or I've never done it but it's it feels like it would scare the hell out of me it,
1: it. and by dropping it's lowering it down uh, yeah. it's it's
3: knowing <laughs> yeah. you're you're actually it's it's not, dro- not, it, it can whoop. go off it,
2: it's <laughs> no no different than loading a Craig core I mean you're you're dropping a, an effect down there and uh, you know yeah, I think the outcome of a bad deal with both of those things is the same um and you' you're you're comfortable doing that, yeah, maybe just put that cigarette out before you load little yeah
1: them. maybe a little too comfortable
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably I mean I, I would say we're all to the point where we're complacent with some of this stuff at times, yeah mm-hmm. you, know, you just' get, you get so used to doing it, yeah, yep, um, that's yeah. yeah, truth, man. Yeah, that's the truth. And then,
0: you know, you're, you're constantly, um, reminded, you know, we get, we get reminded when we do our, our uh, annual trainings, um, for our licenses here in Ohio. Um, you know, the APA will come in and show us videos of
2: some poor bastard that got a little too comfortable. Yeah. I look at my arm every day. Thanks, Bo. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well Chad you're a man's man and uh, you know when it comes to packing that gerb just give it hell man Yeah,
2: you don't have to hit it that hard what are we talking about (laughs) Eh, me blowing myself up (laughs) (laughs) what are we talking about send it dude send us the can we post post
5: your
0: shirt Video, yeah, on the or not My the video plan. the just your shirt picture on the yeah Facebook page. Use that. Hey, that's a great cover. That is yeah. true. Yeah. It yeah. is <laughs> <It's>
4: <laughs> a
3: great reminder. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> Please do not attempt fireballs without yeah. professional <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've
0: got that. I've, I've, I've been working on the title all week for this episode. <laughs> it's going to be the sovereign state of Chad and Jamie's fireballs. Please uh, do not try <laughs> fireballs <laughs> yeah. without
1: professional training. See you uh, collab. Yeah,
0: and then that's perfect. Then Chad's uh, picture with the shirt. You know,
1: which was at a club
0: a,
2: after, after the yeah. fact, you know, I wish it would have been something cool like a fireball, but it was a freaking gerb. Well,
1: yeah, those things are dangerous.
2: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. There's little tiny things <laughs> you don't think about it. I had to buy somebody a new tent because of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminded me of one of those little uh, things you light and let it float up a lantern.
2: That was the first time I met you guys. It mm-hmm. was, yep. yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and it's, I, it was interesting, too, because at that, at, at, at that event, right. it's like, you know, after that happened, everybody's, you know, obviously, you know, super, super concerned for you. But the, uh, um, you know, the message around the camp was, yeah, it was the Heartland guy. It was the only Heartland guy that came.
1: Did uh, Have we ever had like another class I, to teach how to I wasn't, build stuff? Since? I wasn't a
2: Heartland guy. I was just a new guy. <laughs> just the, I
0: thought for,
2: I don't know, like the, people called you the Heartland guy.
1: I don't you, think people call I me guess. a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call you now
2: yeah some new guy came blew himself up and left
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there wasn't a lawsuit so uh, no, you know I, it's like uh, now the consensus is yeah he's pretty cool he yeah even,
1: he even showed up a second time
0: <laughs> yeah he came he back came back
2: <laughs> you should teach you should teach <laughs> a seminar next time
1: he came back and started playing with fireballs with
2: me uh huh yeah baby <laughs> he his lesson well I mean it's Funny you say that. There was actually a safety article written about that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good article. Yeah. You have to <laughs> send exactly me I don't what think I to had do. the pleasure.
0: <laughs> I've got it. I can, I'll send it to you. The forty-eighth person this year that's asked me about that article. Boo. I wear like a badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I dude. I, I tell you what, though. In in all seriousness, man, that was that was scary. It's one of those things on a on a shoot side. It's like when you're someplace and you know you're at an air show or something, setting up fireworks, and all of a sudden you hear a big boom, and then it's you know part of somebody's air show or whatever. It just it scares you to death. But like you know that particular instance, you know being out in the field and setting up, and then all of a sudden you <laughs> just hear that that screeching, screaming of the gerb start to yeah. go off and you turn turn around and look and it's like it's like you know like dragon's a dragon's <laughs> breath right through the top of that tent and there's people yeah. right next to it. I mean your heart stops.
4: Yeah.
0: And I cannot imagine for a split second, you know, how you felt in in that
2: moment, dude. The good thing for me about it was we figured out what I did wrong. We, I mean, we're 100% we know what I did. It was my fault. And we were able to use it as a, you know, teaching moment of, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about these things and here's why you don't do it. We know exactly what happened, what went wrong. And it, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, got a little scar. It'll be okay. (laughs) I heard
0: chicks dig those though.
1: Yeah, they do. <laughs> A- A- AJ likes it.
4: <laughs> so,
2: oh man. But no, came back. Then we got got into fireballs. I mean, what could go <laughs> wrong? <laughs> More. gerbs weren't mm. bad enough. We'll throw some gasoline on top of it. Yeah. Just, yeah.
1: Just don't put gerbs in the gasoline.
0: <laughs> <We'll> put gerbs <laughs> in the gasoline. Then you put them in the lift charge.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, as far as, uh, so, you know, we've gone over process, you know, we've gone mm-hmm. over procedure, we've gone over using them creatively. Um, I mean, do you guys, you guys execute yours as part of the script or do you separate those when it comes to
2: uh, the actual ignition of the fireball? How do you guys like to do it? Mine are all scripted. Cool. Um I, I will put them in spots in the show that I think they will add to the show, and I, I script them in. Yeah, um, I, I've never—I mean, with the exception of testing here and, and doing some things like that—manually firing them. Now, it is—it is a lot of fun to manually fire them, um, and. It's one thing to know when they're coming in a show and you know the music's building up to it and you know when it's going to happen. It's another thing to press the button and be. A, and again, you're when we're testing them, we're a lot closer than what they are when I'm doing them in a show. Yeah. Right. And you know, just that feeling of the initial heat and the, the watching that burn go up is, is it's, it's like us setting off fireworks, it's just a really neat feeling. Yeah. Um, well, it's a it's a really cool special effect, man.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a really cool
0: special effect, and you know, you guys, Jamie, I think you nailed it on the head at the beginning of the episode. You know, I like we spend so much time scripting these super, super stellar and intricate pirate musicals. And, you know, yeah. you hope that that resonates with the crowd and it does, but what winds up being like the show stealer is these, co- these cool explosions that, you know, everybody just puts in the back of their mind. If they haven't seen them before, they're like, Oh my God, you know, something crazy just happened. Like, you know, something went wrong. So I think yep. it's that, just that association um, with fireworks. But then again, it, it could just because they're cool.
1: If you watch and now
2: my shows, they expect them. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> now you've got to find ways to use them in a different manner than you've used them in the past. I don't, much like everything yep. else, I don't know that people would care that if I just, you know, went out there and shot 15 fireballs up at once, yeah. they'd still yeah. love it, think it's great, greatest thing they've ever seen. Yeah. But I want to, I want to do something different with them than what I've done before, yeah. just like with the rest of the show. I want to sure. add different things in and, and try and make it so where you, can't pinpoint where they're going to be at in the show. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I, I think initially the first time I did it, it, it caught everybody by surprise. And I'm, I want to try and get back to that. Cause that's just a, a very neat reaction of watching people that fireballs go up and they're not expecting them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the the kids love them. The adults love them. Um, and it is the one thing they remember. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've never seen those before and, and, you know, never seen that done before. How many times have you done a pyro musical, and you've heard people, I've never, I didn't know you could do that with fireworks. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I've never seen fireworks do that. I've never seen fireworks choreographed to music like that. It's the same way with the fireballs. You know, they they don't see them anywhere else. You're not going to get them at a, you know, a city show or a backyard show in a, you shouldn't get them in a backyard show in a residential area. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they get,
1: when they know the fireballs are going to be in the show, they get so excited when they go <laughs> off. Too. I mean, you've been to my show the last two years, you know, last year, they love the fireballs this year when they started hitting, especially that one segment, they just got louder and louder and more excited as it got bigger and bigger is just like, wow, they really like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, Chad's in the back <laughs> ring. One, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Standing in the back of the well, truck. Well, one year, I'm going to have one of those Soaking fake it finales up. where Chad goes, do it again. Boom. <laughs> and I'll and do then it you're going to do it again. <laughs> do it again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love it. You should just build a little float for your dad,
0: Bo, so he can do it on the lake. Dude, I, you know... I- I, I Dude, see it's the perfect spot I know, for it. I, know. <laughs> yeah. I see that. I see how giddy he gets when, when he looks at fireballs and actually, I mean, there was one year where he had thrown it out and, you know, typically with the lake stuff, you know, he's got, he's got ideas at the lake, but you know, his ideas are, they're, they're kind of fleshed out, but I, sometimes I can't really tell what it is. The one year that he got really excited, um, it included, you know, the idea of having a fireball, but you know, then me playing the boy scout, I'm thinking, Oh man, you police that, you know, how to, cause it's, it's so hard keeping, you know, paddle boaters and kayakers and stuff away at certain points during the day when we don't have, you know, it's like, we'll have the the rafts out and anchored. Then we have somebody at a distance that's just kind of watching those particular spots, but just the size of the lake makes it kind of a logistical challenge. But
2: I agree, it, man. It, it be would be a cool. very neat effect when a Kayaker knocks the tube over during the day, and there's gasoline floating on top that's of the water. That's right. And then and the a, week, yeah, a week later, you later set you the see lake on
0: fire, and like a bunch of bluegill floating belly up. I'm
2: talking <laughs> set the lake right? on fire. Yeah, <laughs> Bo starts
3: to show. The first yeah. few seconds are actually a song, and then it pauses and it goes, "Lake of Fire." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lake of fire.
4: <laughs> you Why are the, the fish coming out of the idea. lake it's already sore. cooked? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gloria, I think this fish is dead.
4: (laughs) It's already done.
0: Call the fish guy. Oh, boys, we're about an hour and twenty-eight minutes in. Um, We'll probably get some of that stuff added. Thank you both so much for. You're welcome. Chatting fireballs, man. This is really cool. Uh, We ain't done yet. We're gonna do some before we cut loose here. Um, We'll probably do some today in pyro. So, I wanted to go over this because, you know, naturally, right after we did the last Pyro the news segment when we talked about MJG, um, I think it was like a day later after we recorded that episode, maybe two days when Cobra came out with the, uh, they dropped their quality announcement oh, for yeah. MJGs. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought this was really cool, man. Um, Chad, you use MJGs, yeah? No. You don't? I do not. Oh, that's a big man. (laughs) Uh, So I don't use quick plugs either. (laughs) He's a standard guy. He's old school. Yeah. He's old school. I bet you have fingernails.
1: No. He has kids. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh,
0: He's a uh, a follower of the AJ doctrine. Um,
1: Pyros in training.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let me pull up that article really quick. Here we go. Okay. All right, 1031 23. So this is actually is what now? Uh, two weeks old? Yeah, a week old, a little over a week old. Uh, announcement on MJG Firewire initiators for the quality issues. You know, it's, I think it's really cool. You know, we've, um, you know, on the podcast, we you know, we obviously care uh, about the, the quality of, The products that we use, one because the stuff is insanely expensive, and two, you know, we don't have any kind of commercial affiliations with anybody, and we're consumers. And I think we're always going to focus to try to look out for the consumer, and you know, make sure that just things are on the up and up, right? Because you know, people are people are going to talk when it comes to anything and everything that might affect what we believe in our mind's eye is like the, the perfect pyro musical. And, you know, all of this stuff can affect or have an effect on, you know, what we spend so much time trying to put together. Um, but, you know, obviously Cobra being a, uh, you know, being a distributor of MJG and, you know, standing behind the product, you know, they've, they've done something really cool here in putting out a press release and, and kind of, getting this in front of a a market that was really concerned. Um, You know, so I think it's really, really cool that Scott and the guys over at at team Cobra decided to kind of get in front of this and, you know, take corrective action when it comes to the market facing stuff. So it's, it's really cool that, you know, they're working with Jeff to uh, basically fix some of this stuff. And AJ, I think you made a mention on one of the, uh, the batches that you shot here recently that, I mean, it, it performed flawlessly and it was Perfectly. from more recent. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it was from, uh, so everybody else knows batch. It was a uh, nine, eight of 23 was my batch and it was 698 cues and all of them went, well, except for one, I think it was a, uh, it shunted, it won't fire, but still. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: dude. Yeah, because <laughs> there is one I out mean, of
3: seven hundred yeah, don't totally, go. I am finally, man. It's like you
0: know, there is, there is, there is standard failure rates in everything. You know, parts per million. You are always going to have failures somewhere, especially, and you are going to have it's probably parts per thousands in stuff that's handmade. So you expect failures, right? And I, I think what you experience with that new batch is definitely more in line with what failure rates should be. Well, I can tell you the stuff
3: that I saw with this batch, <clears throat> the bulb itself had a lot more compound on it. So that I I can, sh- I should have taken pictures and sent it to you. But if you look at the two bulbs, you can see it's almost double the compound on them. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's when I sent a message to Jeff and told him about, you know, he had great luck with this batch, you know, just want to let you feedback on it. And I told him the same thing. I'm like, these batches, and I sent him a picture of, you know, look at the bulb, look at this, is the old one. And he said, that's how it's supposed
0: to be. So, you know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so like in uh, Cobra's press release here, under the what happened section, this is how it reads, in quote, the chemical slurry uh, essential for the firing process was not being mixed adequately. Uh, The issue manifested randomly based on the speed of the dipping process and when the chemical was added, um, the root cause of the issue was identified on August 11th, 2023. The solution is to simply perform a consistent mixing of the chemical slurry every three minutes. Uh, this is now part of the standard procedure. So the solution is now in place and resolved on all batches after 2023, uh, May 17th. So 517.
3: You know, I said something to Caleb too online that, uh, you know, people are reporting the bad batch dates we should also be also be sharing dates that were good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. If we could do that, it'd be nice to have both of those so you have more knowledge to go off. The more people
2: that talk about it more rep- report stuff like that, the more data there is. But I mean, not to be negative about it, can you guarantee that <clears> the <throat> dates that are listed are all good, Th- that are not listed are all good? What do you mean? Wait, I mean, again. Pri- prior to the August date where they... Found the issue and corrected it. Can you say that the entire batch that has that date code is good? yeah, like, no, no, but that's where, um, you know, just to see the. I was,
3: I guess, when I was talking about data, it was to see, you know, how many people said, Yeah, I had good, and then this, how many people said they had bad with that same date code, if it is the same date code,
0: right? Yeah, well, and it's, I, I, what is wonderful is just having clarity on one it's been addressed two it's it's been publicly addressed to you know where the consumers have been now made aware that yeah you know um the manufacturer is aware of this problem um you know I like I'm <clears throat>
2: I think it's great they figured out what was causing it
0: yeah 100 yeah. percent, and then fixed
2: it you know you know,
0: i'm gonna go i'll go a little further here and this is you know this is probably a little bold to say but you know i'm i'm a little disappointed that this press release had to come from um a distributor and, and cobra i it, it just kind of i i feel like it sucks that cobra had to fall on mjg's sword um and but you know that's just that's just me um you know, it looked like as far as the dates go here, you know, Chad, you mentioned, you know, the the root cause was identified August 11th. Um, and you were talking about batches before that, but it looked like it was identified in 2023 of August, but they've got day codes. Let's see. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. They got 12 different batch date codes that they have kind of nailed down. Like here's issues. And I'm just making the assumption, I don't know if if they've identified those day codes by people reporting issues and then just associating them with those batches. You know, like hey, we had uh, samples reported in, we had failures reported in on X batch. So you know, we're and it's more than what our standard window for failures is. So we're going to label that a a bad batch.
3: Hey kind of real quick when was that released again? Uh the press release was <clears throat> let's see October 31st. Okay. So there is something up on
0: MJG's on,
2: on, on their, their website where? there is. Yeah, when did when uh, was that
0: posted? It, I will gladly eat my words if they posted something uh, 1107. Yeah. That was a okay. days ago. All right. So but I there's... can't
2: I see that it's there but I can't let's go read there's MJG. I can't open it.
3: Yeah, I th- I think what it is is it says the latest cobra updates. I guess is that's what it's telling you to check is out. Is it
0: linking to Cobra's <laughs> No, it's not link, linking it, to
3: anything. Yeah, it's... it's like the link's broken. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's on there and it's okay. under exactly what's new like it's you know it's posted up for everyone
0: to know. Okay, so what's new. Okay, possible quality issues. 11 seven. okay, so it just says possible quality issues. Interesting. Okay, well, uh, check back often, stay, latest Cobra updates. I wonder if, cause I remember, I kind of remember looking at this page a number of weeks ago, um, or at least the what's new page. And I'm, I don't, th- I don't think there was anything here. Um, I like that language at the top where it says check back often to stay informed of the latest Cobra updates. Be meeting, we'll be updating this page with new information such as website announcement, stock availability, yada, yada, yada. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I it's like at the end of the day, I'm a happy camper that it's been addressed. You know, um, regardless who addresses it, I'm happy that it's been addressed with the community because now you have visibility into you know potential bad batches. Um, You know, you're giving people foresight um, to more or less get in front of an issue. You know, if they've been sitting on any of these batches this past year, they stocked up. um, You know, this this gives them the opportunity to kind of look at it and say, okay. Um, you know, what do, what do I do? What do I do if I potentially have one of these batches and you're shooting a pirate musical or, you know, any show that you really care about? So. Uh,
2: it's a tough one too.
3: It's a chance.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> from looking at their website, or actually MJG's Facebook page, it, a post from September shows that you can order three firewires in series with and without quick plugs. Mm. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. Did for a limited time, they're saying. Hmm. Hmm. Amazing what happens when you look at...
0: I know, stuff. right? I know, hmm. right? Do uh, Does anybody else have any pyro news? Before we get to our brand new segment, the Rhythm Voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> any more news? I
2: can't think of any. No,
0: no, 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 no.
5: Today in Pyro News.
0: Solving the world's problems. One thing at a time.
2: <laughs> Solving or creating.
4: <laughs> ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got the
0: Totally just a placeholder. I'm going to make a much cooler one here sooner rather than later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They used to have that on, uh, they used to have that on WLW. Uh, when dad and I were driving to the Reds games, when I was a kid, they'd play that, man, I just cracked up. I thought that was so funny. Uh, all right. Where's my little doohickey? Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So the rhythm voicemail box is live gang. Um, Uh, if you would like to leave us a voicemail, uh, you can head over to bozzy8823.com forward slash rhythm pyro and the rhythm voicemail section. There's going to be a little button. So start recording, go ahead and click that and you can tell us off. Why do they they tell us off?
3: What do they want to give us a,
0: or they can, yeah, or you can ask a question, but I, we're not that bad. (laughs) I would rather you guys make colorblind and Spanish jokes.
4: Uh, <laughs> Our see. dictionary right, jokes. Let's go here. Both. So, all right.
0: So we actually, believe it or not, we got, um mm, I think we got like, we got seven voicemails, but here's the deal. I think I'm only going to do like, I think I'm only going to do four of these because I'm really scared that nobody else is going to call in. <laughs> Uh, let's see okay here we'll get to you until they hear this one they're like yeah oh, i don't know this. we'll see Either, yeah, yeah okay we'll do let's do this one so
2: these idiots will play
0: anything that's left on the voicemail <laughs> <laughs> all right so the first one we got actually we got three from anonymous folks i think yeah here we'll play this first one all right this first one's from uh i believe no name I am glad to
5: learn that I am not the only person that calls AJ Alfreda Pasta Boy. I think <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's, good. that's good. Hold on, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um to be honest that he needs to change his Facebook bio to that that would be honestly hysterical.
0: There you go. Can you do that please? Please change it. The the subscribers it's want that. has been requested. Alfredo Pasta Boy. Actually, you know what? Alfredo I never pasta did put boy. your I never did put your uh, bio back up on the rhythm page uh <laughs> before Skywars. So this is wonderful.
5: I'm making a note. I
0: love it. Pasta, pasta Boy. Uh, we post AJ's bio. I've never wanted to do that more.
5: Who cost
0: who called? I guess God, I really do. wanna I, I'm hoping that these uh hold on. Let me go to the website that where the voicemails come in. I, I think that one yeah, that one was anonymous. Shoot. Did that voice sound familiar? Do you guys have a first name? It sounded familiar for
3: a okay. second.
4: <laughs> He's trying to I'd think. have to hear it
0: one more time
4: though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, so this next one is uh, Caleb uh and this is it hey so just wanted to say i love the podcast i listen to it i oh, say so i guess we know who the last voicemail is from <laughs>
4: i'm mean, doing so i did it now <laughs> that first one <laughs> so this is really funny i'm gonna cut him off here for a
0: second because when I uh, saw so i get notifications in the inbox when the voicemails come in and i saw caleb's but it was on top of like two from anonymous posters and they all came in at the same time and here i was thinking to myself <laughs> man this is awesome we're, we're getting a lot of people.
3: to <laughs> you change your voice if you're going to put it on I oh we probably got God. seven
0: voicemails from Caleb <laughs> that's great you are.
3: listen to it every friday morning at work um also you guys should get me on the podcast sometime um oh, we can man. definitely talk about um my pyro experiences and
0: also uh me setting up the um, Pro Line Group this year, yeah, um, baby, and how that has helped um, and whatnot. But yeah, definitely love the podcast. Love listening to you guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Caleb. Thanks, Appreciate Caleb. it, man. Thanks for listening. That's awesome, dude. Thanks for, you for us listening. Rambling and yeah, yeah when he started the, the Pro Line Group, it takes a lot of initiative to do something like that to moderate and you know always stay on top of that. I don't think a lot of people understand how much work. That is so. Thank you, dude, from the bottom of my heart, um, for sure. I that I love that. It's thank you for taking that initiative and doing that. And yeah, not only that, but that's that site pops up easy when people are searching for that stuff. So it's it gives it's an actual site for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's for, a resource all. dedicated for you know one four pro and the gray area that it falls in. So like it's you know taking that initiative and building a group that is geared toward education. That's stellar. I mean, that's the name of the game. Thank you, Caleb. Appreciate you, brother. All right, let's see who else we got here. Yeah. All right, if this one's from Caleb, then we have to play the other two.
4: In hopes that all of the are from Caleb.
1: When you're out on a date night with your husband and he would rather listen to your podcast than converse with his wife. You can take your podcast and shove it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, oh, you can suck
0: it. You rhythm sucks it. Hey, lady, I will have you know that uh, uh, hold on, you might, know who, this, yeah, you might hey, know who she I is. Think does it. I think I that does it. That's it. It's, it's, so actually, that one came with a name. It says Nicole. And I think that's, I believe that's John's wife. So... Nicole, you're welcome. I would argue that on the little running track that goes around the football field of life, we might be a hurdle in between you and John, but you'll get over that hurdle. I can't say anything. I live close by. She'll come and slap me. (laughs) I'm kidding, Nicole. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And this is honestly, I love, I love that. I want people to call in and. Just give a shit. Okay, I do want to play the other ones now. <laughs> it's like
3: Pringles on
0: Japan. Right, I know. Uh, that's right. This is great. All right. Here, do me a favor because I don't think I downloaded the other two yet. Talk amongst yourselves for just a second. Uh,
1: yeah, afraid of pasta boy. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Where can we put the, the I, color, I color might make pasta. a good t shirt? Pasta Pasta can be any color. (laughs) God, you handicapped stickers seeking pieces. I was trying to make the the two match
3: and be funny, you know, colorblind and pasta boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh man, you're going to hate me the last minute I've been flicking this pen. (laughs) Oh,
0: oh, Oh my God. Why
3: are you even here?
0: I don't oh. know. Is, it can't be as bad as Jamie resting his nose on the mic in between okay. Jamie talking sessions. It's Actually, okay. that's why this is. I love this whole fireball topic because you talk so much that I might not have to edit out you breathing into the mic nearly
2: as much as I, I usually do. I will just do. stop breathing. I don't want you to do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. I'm, I'm just that. glad I haven't got yelled at for something yet. <laughs> now you see why I don't <laughs> talk. <laughs> Right, there we go. 10, oh, oh, so
0: God. Dane sent us a message I didn't get. Oh, please. God, this is disastrous. I swear I'm going to have to <laughs> get together Did you get someday. Dane's? Yeah, I got it download here. We'll do his while I hunt for the other one. I really don't want to miss this, though. God, I love Dane. All right, here <laughs> we go. Uh,
5: Hello? Is anybody there? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? One. Dwight, one representative. <laughs> <laughs> representative. <laughs> one. <laughs> One pound. One. Oh, I hate these damn things. Alexa, are you there? I want Alexa. Uh, Alexa's not picking up. Not I don't know. Do I'm trying to reach the this the uh, this rhythm rhyme pyro. <laughs> the rhythm. rhythm the only one over there I think is competent is is Alexa. Uh, she's the one that always has the voice of reason and makes things right. These are other deuces. I, I don't know, One, one's Mexican plumber uh, <laughs> Down there Doesn't the water flow uphill, right? I don't know The other one's some kind of audio guy That, I don't know Makes everything work funny Can't that get anything to go right good, Always has technical, technical difficulty You got that right. Alexa, <laughs> are you there? I don't know Anyway, it's amazing These, these doofuses can make anything work just watched this Octoblast thing, and they had angles going everywhere. <laughs> anyway, Alexa, call me back. Uh, it was nice. Anyway, again, again Alexa, Alexa's my
4: favorite. <laughs> see you,
5: boys. Oh, see you, Ah, uh, I love it.
4: Oh, oh my shit. God! See,
0: and the whole time you thought you were going to do it poorly. I was. That's masterful. I thought for sure in that minute and 30 seconds, I was going to actually try to download the other voicemails, but I realized uh, that I did nothing but listen intently.
2: Fitting <laughs> podcast to play that one on. Oh my gosh. It only
1: took six hours to record this yeah. episode.
0: God, that's funny. Dan, we love you, dude. That's stellar. Um, geez. Uh, he's right. I mean, it's actually, I it was really happy that, I have nothing coming out of the speakers. Otherwise, uh, Alexa would have turned on. Nope. 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 Thank
6: you. <laughs> oh, it really
0: did activate.
6: Hey, yeah. this message is for Bo and AJ. I want to start by saying, hell? AJ, I uh, saw your show at Skywars. That was my first time there. and Wow. I was uh, absolutely blown away with what I saw.
4: Was I've never right. seen anything
6: like that quite in my life. Um, what is he talking about? It was very inspirational to me, and, and where I'd like to hone my craft in um, pyrotechnics and, and kind of take it from there. Which leads me to my question, uh, which I have, is about parabolic curves. Um, how how do you go about you know doing that? All the steps from that, you know, obviously it's a matter of picking the correct product and. You have your angles on your racks, and you know, I'm not sure if is involved with that. And, oh, what are all the steps to do that to accomplish what you want to see, um, especially if you don't have the software to do it? I, I know um, it makes it a lot easier, I'm sure, but I'm currently not at that point. Uh, so I just like to know all the steps to that. It's um, something I will learn how to do so I can incorporate it into my 4x8 boards. Um, <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> oh snap!
0: Hold on. All right. Well, here. So there's there we're about halfway through his message. So I don't know. Before we listen, to the other half, do we want to? Like, you want answer to some feel that? that? Oof, yeah, that was a lot. Oh, so oof, actually, this is from this is from Nate, and it says <laughs> Nate. Period. Not the meats, Nate, but OPAG <laughs> Nate. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, God. Go ahead AJ
0: oh, Make God. some dreams come <laughs> true man <laughs> the Thanks niche. for the voicemail too Nate We'll play the rest of yeah, it here in a yeah.
3: second Thanks for holding my trophy
0: And thanks for the compliment
3: I appreciate it I'm glad you liked it uh, Actually if you don't have something Something that I do once in a while Before I'll actually jump into the software Is I'll just draw lines out And kind of see what kind of pattern i'd like to make and then i guess if you don't have a a software you can actually do it with grid paper right guys and like what was that called that little angle tool uh protractor protractor thank you so i guess you could start off maybe trying that um I wouldn't know other ways to do it in your head. Just to picture it in your head, best way use use graph paper and stay with maybe with standards like forty five degrees, thirty degrees, and and just see what those patterns look like. Depends on your shoot site as well. Can you? How deep can you go? Can you shoot them far to the left with eighty degrees, or do you got to keep everything at forty five and above? Because then you're limited to as many stations as you can get to make those things actually
0: curve in the air hopefully that makes sense (laughs) yeah i mean i think the big challenge here with his is that he's not using visual software you know the graph paper i want to say that i've heard of people do that if they're using show creator there might have been a couple of posts on different forums if you search parabolic curves that um guys might have You know, shared their process for doing it if they're not working in visual software. But I think you're, I think you're dead nuts on. I I think, you know, graphing paper and a protractor and just, you know,
2: before I had finale, I I drew them all out. Okay. Um, Yeah. Dude, unpack it. Yeah. Tell me what, Uh, tell us what you did. For me, it was, it was a little bit different because I have some software that I can draw in and it's very easy to do things like that. But I, I would, you know, take, the standard height of a comet or, or whatever you're doing and use that as a, a line that draw a line at that length and then take different positions and I'd rotate them to where they were tangent with the next one and work my way across and, and try and create the visual that I wanted. Then, then I was able to find the angles that I needed to get that. Um, mm. So, Kind of that way, it's a little bit easier with you if you've got some software where you can manipulate the lines to get it the way you look and then figure out the angles as opposed to drawing the angles out and then seeing what it looks like.
3: Yeah, and if you draw um, those angles out, <clears throat> make sure to understand that the last you know, a few feet as you're, if you're shooting at like a 45, it's going to start curving down. So don't expect your line to go straight. And that's how you kind of create that curved effect Mm. too, because everything's dying out at that last bit. And
2: and what would you say, the the second part of that question I heard was the timing on them. Um, You know, do you try to shoot them all at once? Do you try and put a little bit of delay on them? I I think it goes, depends on what you're wanting to do with it.
3: Yeah, I, I use them to, you know, at least in Skywars, I did a lot of it to the lyrics. So everything that you heard, I kind of followed the from the beginning to the yeah. end of like a stretched out verse or something or, or stretch out sentence. Uh, if not, to kind of get something at a decent speed, you start off with a tenth of a second. Yeah. And wherever your shoot site is, just do a small test too, just so you know what you're going to be working with. It'll help you out so much. Even if it's just you know ten mines, or I'm sorry, ten comets, and just shooting them
2: at not steep angles, but crisscross them to see what that pattern gets you. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I've always wanted to try that I haven't done yet is is figure out the timing on what it takes to get the actual comet from position to position. So that, say, you're going left to right, the first one shoots. And then, about the time that that first comma gets to the second position, the second position shoots, and as it so, it starts building upon itself as it goes across. Um, I don't, I don't think the the timing would be. I mean, it'd be very quick, um, especially if you've got positions that are close to each other. But you know, time it that way um, would be one way to do it. But I mean, it's it, ultimately you can do it however you want to, and just get a different effect.
3: Yeah, I guess there is a lot of other things that come into play, like you said. It's if you are shooting, if you have 300 feet to play with or do you yeah. have 200 feet to play with or 150 feet to play with kind of thing. So yeah. everything is going to come into, you got seven stations every 30 feet, seven stations every 45 feet. Everything's going to change your your stepping yeah. sequence time because you're spaced out farther or you're spaced closer together. If you're closer together, the faster the timing is going to be because you're going to be shooting a lot more of them mm-hmm. and to make that flow. If not, you'll be, if you're spaced out farther, you're going to fire them at a later time so that it gives a little bit time for that comet to reach that next one as it's going off and build.
2: You know, I I don't know. Has Ellery ever written down in a Facebook post or anything on how he does his? Because he does some amazing things without, to my knowledge, without any type of visualization. software. software. I mean, the stuff that he does, I can't even do with Finale.
0: I, he'll tell you if you ask him mean, that honestly he's he's pretty straightforward too with um, you know in in posts if he's asked directly how he does it. you know not having the visual software, maybe that's something that we can we can do here. Um, you know uh, we'll dive into e, you know finale and show sim and um, you know create a couple of different videos maybe with different looks to parabolic curves and how they progress and how they bloom with different interval times. Uh, yeah, along the curve. Distances. Yeah. yeah, And the, the effect. I mean, the effect that you choose is going to, you know, it, it either elongates or shortens your, your curve, right? Because if your effect tails start to burn out, depending on mm-hmm. where they burn out on the <clears> linear distances <throat> as that curve kind of moves, then you're going to get a different feel and a different look.
3: Yeah. There was a yeah. couple comments I didn't get to test and I they burned out way quick. So what I was hoping for a shape was not a shape. It was just kind of like a dissipation. I was like, all
0: right. That is a good question, Nate. Let's listen to the latter half of this and see if there's anything else to it.
6: Going forward uh, and remain champion of the world
4: he's gonna do these parabolic curves
0: on a four by eight and he's, he's gonna destroy it. Jamie. He's coming after Jamie, brother. <sighs> oh I, God, can, I didn't Lord. hear anything. Hold on, all right. I'm gonna rewind it. I'm gonna rewind it. He's calling that's why he said hello to me and you at the very beginning. You know why? Because he's calling Jamie out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We gotta, okay, so to give everybody else a little bit of context here, so Jamie is the you know he's the four by eight champion, two time two time champion of the world.
4: Nate <laughs>
0: won the four by eight last year. Now Jamie did not compete, so there's going to be a a, a a clashing of the the Titans next year. All right, everyone. Oh, okay.
3: Everyone this is this, just Nate a bit. who won the four by four. This is Nate who won the Octoblast four by eight. No, this is not, not Nate. Nate. Well, I said Nate. that. This he is shoulder Placeholder yeah,
1: Nate.
0: Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is Nate He's keeping my trophy warm Nate
6: uh, So I just like to know all the steps to that um, It's something I will learn how to do So I can incorporate it into my 4x8 boards um, So I can just <laughs> annihilate Jamie going forward uh, And remain champion of the world uh, for Bayboards, because his time is over with. He's had his shot. It's done and over. His his money can't save him here. Um, it's, it's just he's done. It, it is now my reign. Uh, <laughs> so I appreciate that.
4: Oh but uh, the other thing,
6: whose idea was it to do freaking voicemails? This isn't 1984 with your little wannabe radio show that you guys are trying to do. If you have all the freaking tech to do it, just have someone call oh in. Oh my god, hold on everyone. Oh I'm being god. too loud. With your little wannabe radio show that you guys are trying to do, if you have all the freaking tech to do it, just have someone call in. Much easier.
4: Oh my That's god. all I know.
6: But I do look up to you guys a lot. You are truly inspirational to me, and I look forward to hearing your answer.
4: I
0: love it, dude. That was awesome. I never thought about having people call in. (laughs) Never
5: crossed my mind. Caller, long time listener. Well, dude, it's so. And and
0: to be honest, though, I would love to get to a point. Maybe someday. I don't know when this is going to be. I want it to happen. I really do want to see this podcast become a video podcast. It's harder because we're all remote, um, especially with guests. But I would like to do that. And then you know, if if that comes to fruition you know maybe we'd be able to stream it and then have live call ins but i don't know man
2: from from an outside viewpoint looking in there's nothing good that could come out of that
4: yeah
0: so it sounds to me like a whole bunch of additional technical difficulties <laughs> yeah uh, okay all right and then we've got uh, last one wait, ladies wait, wait, and hold on. i, uh, go I, I got to go
3: answer this guy back a little bit now he said he wanted a little more information on how to kick jamie's ass this, next year. You gotta, he's already in his head. got Did you me, listen man. to
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: did you say you just got an email
3: from him? <laughs> no, I said he's got to email me. We'll
0: uh, we'll talk <laughs> private when Jamie's not around.
4: <laughs> hey, Jamie, uh,
0: do you have a pro wrestlers promotion response to Nate, not Nate's meat? <laughs> <laughs> Nate, Trophy uh, placeholder, Nate. Yeah, <laughs> Trophy placeholder, say, Nate. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I love it. I got your number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did I, He did see you leave with that gigantic fireball no, tube, no. right? I mean, I don't know that that would take up that much space on a 4x8. It would take up 12 inches. 12 inches. Small price to pay, I, th- I think. Mm-hmm. And you could
1: still shoot things cl- above it. Matter of yeah. fact, I could put the fireball under the 4x8 and still yeah. shoot it.
4: I <laughs> 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 just blow the fucking thing up at the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> It's got five
3: five of those tubes under there, one every corner and one in the center, holding the board up. And at the end, they all just go off
4: (laughs) board and all.
1: (laughs) There's your chasing comments.
3: There's my Crack Corax. That's my uh, 72 in the mayor over there. (laughs) (laughs) Got breakaway cables on it.
1: I'll tell you what, that boy put on a good
0: show and he used Ignite too. No kidding. Yeah, that's kind of what, like, I wanted, before we move on to the last voicemail, like, uh, you know, Nate won the 4 by 8 and he won the 4 by 8 one with a cool track, like, that track completely threw me for a loop, he did, like, this Metallica, um, it was, like, a mashup, Metallica and, uh, Journey, and, like, I did not see it coming at all, you know, it starts off with, I think it was, was it Inner Sandman? Uh, I can't, I think that, I think the intro song was, like, Inner Sandman, and then all of a sudden you hear... Steve Perry singing Journey over top of Entertainment. I'm like, go, what
4: is this?
2: He huh. used Ignite for a four x eight board. Yeah. Sure and did. it was how phenomenal. many modules His did he timing use? Timing was great.
1: Um, You
2: can only I, use six. All right. I think he used six. Oh, he's got so six times. Uh, 18. 18. Six times. So you don't have to use 400 and something cues on a four by eight board? Oh, he no. used like 200 and something. He, uh, he <clears> had
1: a lot of. A lot of uh, series oh, wiring. Oh, okay, okay.
0: He had some really cool. Like, I, I like the way that he used, like, his ignitions for ignite were scary. Could I, I mean, I, I've asked a couple of times to different ignite users, Nate being one of them, just out of curiosity. What's the resolution on the system? And I, you know, nobody really knew the answer to that question. I think I farted around on the ignite website. I've, I've looked at it just a smidgen. I was damn impressed on how accurate a lot of Nate's stuff was at Octoblast. I mean, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know that that wasn't a cobra. Are
3: you going to hurry up with this video? I want to see this now. Mm. Mm, 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 mm,
4: Sorry, mm. I gotta just poke the bear when I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Thanks, AJ.
4: Poke the bear.
3: knows I'm just. Jamie, with I
0: swear, him. you need to do a. We got to do some kind of pro wrestling, uh, motion thing here.
4: <laughs>
5: Let's get ready to rumble. Oh. <laughs> Little hacksaw hey, you know Jim what? Duggan.
3: I should give away my. Uh, my old show Sim backyard edition. I never use it. Ooh. So, so the four by shit.
1: four by a champion. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah. The four by 8 champion. You don't I'm, need it. You got of the, 3D. Wor- of the, world. <laughs> of the world. Of the world. The placeholder. The world. I'm not the four by 8 champion of the world. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> hey. Didn't Caleb say uh, something recently on that uh on the pro forum? Uh, on facebook he was asking if they did like a central ohio based four by eight competition or something like that who would be interested in it i want to go back and see how that poll shook out i instantly thought of you and nate jamie yeah that'd be pretty cool bring david down here from michigan make it a knockdown drag out a triple threat match was pulling up in a semi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's, in, what's in there? My four by eight. I'll pull him around <laughs> in my wagon. The irony. Yeah, on the gigway. Okay. Oh, uh, last voicemail ugh, of the week, gang. Uh, I think this is the right one. That was nine.
5: Can you guys talk more about Nate's meat? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: It's
1: magically delicious. Oh, my God.
0: uh, Let's see. It's cooked so well. I love it.
1: I love it.
0: Uh, I mean, at Sky Wars, the way it was sliced, it was very girthy. Um,
1: It was very slimy in my hands.
0: Yeah. I mean, I it wasn't wasn't my show, so like it naturally, I wasn't like wiping it on my pants or anything like that. I was just it going my mouth instantly watering. going back and touching everybody's racks and fireworks and stuff. You were touching everybody's and, racks
1: after you touched Nate's meat. Guilty as charged. That's messy. Okay. Everybody touched Nate's meat. <laughs> <laughs> Tim <laughs> came over and got a bunch of Nate's meat.
0: I I loved my placement. The day that he brought the cooler there, you know, brought the cooler and he set it up, and it was yeah. just to the right of where I was setting up racks. You know, I had AJ to my left setting racks, and here I was. I was. I felt like the keeper of the cooler. And as soon as I had something off of that tray, I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be a, <laughs> this is going to be a high traffic hotspot <laughs> for the next several hours." <laughs> oh man, uh, that's funny.
1: Nate's meat brought all the boys to the Nate's yard. Meat, Nate's meat brought all boys the yard.
0: I don't know, caller. Uh, I don't know what we could tell you about Nate's meat that you don't probably already know. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your
4: buns. (laughs) 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 Your ooey gooey
0: buns, buns. yeah. (laughs) Nobody's going to get that. Oh god. That's oh, funny. Well, it is an anonymous caller. Call it's an anonymous caller, so so shall she remain an anonymous caller, but she's a yeah. fan. Let the record show she she's is a, a fan, fan of Nate's meat. Oh, I'm sure she is. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> this has been something else. Chad, thank you
0: so much for coming out, dude. We had a blast. This has been the longest. I think this is the longest episode ever.
2: Thanks for having me. And if it's not
0: oh been God. the longest episode ever, it's been the longest f-ing endeavor ever. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: <laughs> and to it's what, that midnight back views, So you go oh, to bed at it's what, 6 tonight?
0: 12 o'clock. Yeah, I'm going to... Here we go. It's another 6 a.m. day. <laughs> Just another Thursday at the Rhythm Pyro podcast, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
4: <laughs> Just stop talking, That's why like about, it. Stop talking about it. I like to do this on Tuesday. What are we even talking about? Yeah, stop
2: talking about it. <laughs>